Blog Talk Radio. Ready, set, Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co-host anyone can ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. Here's Sonny Clark. something as I predict well I'm going to wait until Cuervo comes in I got some pretty exciting things to talk about here in the first hour we will get to all the games um, until uh, Cuervo gets in we're going to jump into the first hour and I want to jump into the first hour until Cuervo gets here uh, about some college football news I have um I went out yesterday. Actually, that was a lie. I went out on the internet yesterday. And I bought some things. Got to have some things delivered to me. Oh, yes. Sonny knows how to treat himself sometimes. Yes, I do. I'm going to tell you something, folks. I decided to get some Minnesota Yogear sweatshirt. I, I, I did. I didn't spend very much, mind you, but I did because I have a new favorite team, second favorite. Michigan will always be there, okay? I'm a bowman, and I'm not talking about, you know, the bow that you might think you know. I'm talking about Bo Schimbeckler guy. I'm a bow guy. And Minnesota just became my, my, my second favorite university in the country. The second. Because I'm always going to stay with Michigan. But folks, I want to tell you something right now. What that university did took some stones. And 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 I'm I'm so proud of them. Because they took a situation out there that I'm I'm just going to put it out there. And, and folks, I'm, I'm taking on a new position. And what I'm talking about is very, very touchy subject. And frankly, wherever I go in my new position, if they don't like this opinion, I can't help them and I don't care. So that just tells you how strong I am in this. In this game of sports and in this game of college football, there's just a lot of BS that's going on in it. Okay, if they want to hide behind 
and put blinders on to their own rules, that's fine. They can go ahead and do it, sell it to the public, and but I can smell it from whatever city it came from all the way from there. I know it. I know, I know exactly what's going on in college football. And if you want to deny it all day long or any players want to deny it all day long, but I'm, I'm not. There are very few players that are in college football that are there for their education. And I've talked about this many times on this show. When you're a college football player, you're there to get yourself seen. You are there to see if you can get to the NFL. Because. College football is your minor leagues, and frankly, the way that Northwestern, I I don't know what the story is still on Northwestern, but the way they're doing it, I think the way they should do it, pay the players and all that, you know, frankly, I do. I think they should. Because they're there for an audition each and every Saturday or whenever they play to get to the big league. And they have four years to do it, sometimes five if you're redshirted. So your opportunity to play with the big boys is an audition, so it's minor leagues. The popularity of that minor league is incredible. But here's what I'm going to tell you. The thing that's going on over at Minnesota is happening, and I'm just going to put it out there, almost on every campus, Big name campus. I say big name. I won't say community college, okay? Just won't do it. But big name college universities. I'm going to tell you right now, it's happening in all of them. Maybe not to the extent of what's happened over in Minnesota, but I'm going to tell you right now. The whole situation that happened with Minnesota and what the powers to be in Minnesota did need to be commended all over this country and other state colleges and other big colleges need to get on board with what happened up there because the school just frankly said great no no charges filed but you're a pathetic human being and it's about time that our institution that is called college football or just in matter college sports it's more football let's be honest of this kind of actions by their own players that the entitlement situation that they think that they could get away with it now they may not be in jail but by god minnesota says the hell with you guys and by god it's about time And and I don't care. And listen, you can talk about the players having each other's back all day long, okay? The ones that back those guys, they're pathetic human beings, too. They should be suspended, too. You want to back an action that was maybe not, quote, unquote, illegal because you weren't arrested, but it's very well known what's going on out there, and you want to back that? and say, you want to support that person because of their actions and what they have done? Maybe you should be suspended too. That kind of moralistic kind of thinking that's going on. And listen, drunk, not, yes, no, whatever the case may be, yes, that whole thing, that whole scene goes on. And I get it. 
But once you put yourself in that position, once you decide to take that step to be the pathetic human being that you are, you got to suffer the consequences. And frankly, I hope they never play a game in the NFL, probably won't. And I'm going to tell you straight up, I'm, I'm a Minnesota fan now. More colleges need to step down and say, hey, enough of this crap, because this is not the way that we want our university to be put out there. And it's pathetic. And it may not be quote unquote criminal, but it's immoral. And by gosh, it's about time. It is about time, and, and I don't care. And if you agree with the players, you're wrong. Straight out, you're wrong. There's, there's, no, there's no way you can stand behind them. If, if they did what they did, and you want to support that, if they did what they did. Now, if you want to support someone who says, hey, I didn't do that, that's fine. But that action alone, if you want to support that, you're a pathetic human being. You shouldn't be on a football team, and that kind of mentality is wrong. Wrong, wrong. And if you want to say it's right, you're wrong. There's no standing behind it. There's nothing there. You are wrong. Period. And that's what society says. And that's what that university said. And it needed to be said. Wrong one. This one. Right there. In case you didn't know. Your ass better call somebody. All right, on a Sunday morning, it is. The fine co-host of this show, it is Cuervo. Good morning, my friend. How you doing? Good morning, Sonny. How you doing, buddy? I'm on fire. You can't tell, can you? Uh, no, I didn't notice. You sound normal <laughs> to me. A pathetic situation up in Minnesota, but I became a Minnesota fan because of what the school did. It, it, is, it, is it not about damn time? Yeah, it, it is, Sonny. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the situation over at Northwestern in uh, in Evanston, Illinois, which you and I are familiar with that area. Yes. You know, I mean, you know, the, the, they, they, they spoke up and they're like, hey, we want to be part of a union. Uh, OK. You know, I mean, it, it, it took some it took some pushing and shoving and and whatnot, but they got the kids got it done. And, and I mean, I'm not sure exactly how the situation is going there, but, it, but it's like you said, Sonny, it's all about. You know, I like to use the saying, closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah. And I think that's the situation with Minnesota here. You know, they they, they were, um, you know, they were boycotting for a reason, and, and they didn't want to stay quiet about it. And, um, you know, they spoke their mind. They took a stand. And, I mean, you know, uh, people, you know, they can agree to disagree the reasoning for it, but um, we're not – we're not – their their situation we don't know so um you know i mean that's all it takes sometimes is just to to stand and and take a stand for something you believe in and you know people will listen and and it's about time that the colleges say no to that kind of behavior that was going on 10 players suspended rightfully so i don't care if they they had the police on them or not rightfully so and if those that wanted to boycott, go ahead. We won't go. I guess Illinois State was next in line, right, Cuervo? I, I forget the who, who was going to take their place if Minnesota didn't go. Um, I you know what? To be honest, Sonny, I didn't I didn't hear that a team was going to take their place. 
Um, I mean, if there is, I, yeah, someone, so, I think it was uh, somebody, I forget, but even irrelevant, uh, the college standing up and saying, well, if that's the case, we won't play. Cool. That's good with us. And right. And, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, if that's what it takes. If that's what, that's what it takes when you got to get a hold of these kids. Okay. And, and, and I said it before, I'll say it again. This happens on every big campus in the United States. I don't for a second don't believe that it doesn't, okay? And if it's not – obviously not to that degree, but there's certain things that are going on in these campuses that really are an embarrassment to the universities. And frankly, they, I, I think Minnesota had to make that stand because could you imagine – could you imagine your daughter wanting to go to Minnesota? None of them would feel safe at all. I'm, I'm telling you right now, none of them would. And, and the fact that they accept that kind of behavior, I, I mean, now if I yeah. am if I'm if I'm a father now, I'm sending my kid to Minnesota. This kind of stuff is not going to be tolerated here. Hell yeah, um, let's book the flight now, and let's have her go there. I, I mean, yeah. that's what I would do right now. It, it it makes a huge statement, and it's a statement that needs to be made. And here's the thing. Add it up on top. Happen, needs to happen more often there, Cuervo. You're right, Tony. It does. And, and the total opposite is going on at Oklahoma. Uh, I know oh, God, yeah. A, much of a college show, but uh, since we're on the subject. And Oklahoma I mean, State, by the way. But, um, you know, yeah, the one that's in the stories right now is Oklahoma. But, yes. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, But, yeah, the total opposite is going on there, and, and, that, and that really – Kind of, uh, how do I say it? Kind of throws a, a a dent in 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 people's opinion about Bob Stoops. Yep. And, and how great of a program he was running at Oklahoma. And and don't get me wrong. I mean, they they've won a lot of games and they've they've uh, you know produced a lot of of uh, NFL players and, and and all that good stuff. But. Now you now you start to question. Okay, well, if you got one incident, uh, how many more are there? How many were Absolutely. There? I mean, you, you think about the people, the, the 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 players that have gone to that school, and it's it's nothing against those guys, but I mean, you know, you're talking about big name stars in the NFL, guys from Demarco Murray and Adrian Peterson to yes, Sam Bradford, Sonny. I know he's not a star in the NFL, but in college he was a Heisman Trophy winner. Yes. Yep. Yep, 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 and it, and it takes more colleges to do something like this. I, I I'm so proud of them, and I did. I went out in the internet. I bought me. I got me a nice Minnesota shirt coming my way, a nice hat coming my way, because I just became of a fan of that college for them doing the right thing. Moralistically, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, they may not have been arrested, but I'm going to tell you right now. That is a college throwing the book at their own players. And not only that, I, I got to read up a little bit more. I hope ended and not allowed back up on the team next year. I got to go deeper in it. I didn't hear that part of it, but this is a first start. This is how you get rid of the plethora of violent sexual deviance in mm-hmm. college. That's how you get rid of them. Say, you can't play. Because let's be honest, Cuervo, they're not there for the education. 90% of them are there because they have an audition for the NFL. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I mean, I, I mean, if you, if you can't 
admit that to yourself, then um, exactly. You know, then uh, you know, there's you, some there. You, I, hey, listen, problems. I'll give ten percent of a team as they're really there for the education. I will give ten percent. That might be too high, but. Every every team yeah. out there, ten percent are there for the audition for the NFL only. Yes, yes, absolutely, and so. you know, I mean, that's you know, for not, and then that's not it's everybody doesn't have that opportunity. So right, you know, you got you got ones that take advantage of that opportunity, and this is what you get. So it's, yeah. it's really unfortunate, Sonny. But hey, I mean, that's. That this is the, you know for for people that haven't had a wake up call yet to, to, as to what goes on in college campuses and you know it's funny because I had to as you know Sonny I, I did I I was a representative recruiting wise for the Marine Corps you know, for three years and yep I had to I had to ask those questions you know, I had to answer a lot of those questions about well you know what happens if my my daughter was to be assaulted or. You know, I have to explain about what we have as far as uni- uni- uh, uniform victim advocates, where that's who you can report incidents to and things like that. But, um, you know, it, 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 parents actually think, Sonny, they actually think that they are safer, that their kids are safer on a college campus than they are in the military where where we have rules, we have guidelines, very strict guidelines. And right. But yet, because you know, but because they're not "quote unquote" going to war, um, they think they're safer at a college campus where you have, where you have, like you know, like this, you know, sexual mm-hmm. assault cases. You have drugs. You might, sometimes you have guns involved. I mean, you know, kids these days can get their hands on guns easily, and so you don't really have that stuff on a military installation. It's all controlled. So yep. Um, you know, it just goes to show for parents out there, like, hey, college is not as safe, and it's not all about school and education as you as you think it may be. And if you've always thought that way, um, either you've never blind. been to college, or you're just in denial. Yeah, and blind. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's yeah, it, very it's, blind. It's the it's the going on. So it's just the way it is. And yeah, I I, I feel first of all the the storyline. I, I, I don't even care of the excuse about this young lady. I mean, and she may have even been a part, but there's just no excuse for the behavior, the, the stupidness of the story. I, my dad has always told me as I was growing up is say it out loud before you do it. Okay. And if it sounds stupid, you might not want to do it. And, and right. obviously that, that was not that. I think I'll be number nine of 10. That will go after this lady. Unbelievable! I, I I I'm so I'm so proud of that university. That they're the only ones that had enough stones to stand up and say, "Forget it." Then if that's the way it's going to be, you can boycott. We won't go. Someone else will be there. It is so awesome. I love it, and it needs to happen more often on college campuses. Although it doesn't now, we can find. I, I got. I, I'm so happy today. I, I'm on fire about that. But Sonny Clark is right yet again. Uh, yet again, it, it, it sometimes it's so hard to be right about a lot, you know, about a lot of things. But at the beginning of this season, Cuervo, you were on the show, so you remember. Well, I don't know if you remember, but I said that there were tensions over in Seattle. I said it, 
and I said it was Pete Carroll, and I said it was with the big with the big name people and the big guys that are making the making the oh, name for yes. themselves. I said yes. that, and folks, when I woke up, I think it was yesterday morning, and I heard this story. I, I you know, my arm got tired because I was patting myself up on the back so hard and so often because I called this one before the season started because I to me it stood out like a sore thumb. And yet here it is, Richard Sermon and the head coach, Pete Carroll, going at it. And my gosh, you know, it, it, there's something about that team. Now, I'm not going to sit here and deny this is not a good football team, okay? And they have a situation where the Arizona Cardinals just can't seem to get out of their own way. So they really don't have a battle on who's going to win that division over there. Uh, it's going to be them. If Arizona had their stuff together, maybe there would be something going on there, but there's just not. That having been said, I saw this one a mile away, Cuervo. It started last year. It started, and and a lot of people watch the games, and I got to give them credit for watching the games. But part of watching the games, watching body language, watching the Mm sideline, watching the way that – and there, there is no question once you go off a football field and you start losing it on each other, that happens in every single game, okay? And you, 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 you don't take that kind of stuff personally because it's the battle of the war. But there was something about the sideline of the Seattle Seahawks that just didn't look right at the end of the season last year. And I knew it was going to bleed in this year, and I knew there was problems. And there it was, Cuervo. You just heard Richard Sherman you know, he's going to back off it, you know, because it's politically correct and they got to try to cover their own thing. But I'm telling you right now, there is problems in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, Sonny. I mean, I, I, I totally uh, know where you're, what you're talking about. Um, I think, I think it's more an effect that Richard Sherman started having flashbacks of the Super Bowl. I mean, yes. <laughs> you know, we all, I mean, we all know the story. If, if you don't already, they, the uh, Seahawks decided to throw on the one yard line again, or the, two yard line, whatever it was. And, um, you know, of course Sherman, uh, didn't, you know, he wasn't a big fan of that. So he kind of, uh, criticized Pete Carroll publicly for, for the call. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, you know, Sonny, I mean, I, I, and that's why I think there's, I don't know if you've heard them, but there are some rumors starting to swirl around that, Pete Carroll could be moving on. And, yes. and and this was before the Sherman incident on Thursday night happened. So And I said um, this at the beginning of the season that this could be it for Pete Carroll. Yeah, I mean, you know, especially if, if they can't make it back at least to the NFC championship, because right now, I mean, you know, despite this, you know, scuffle between the two of them, um, you have you you have to admit, aside from the Dallas Cowboys, of course, Seattle is the best team in the NFC right now. They're playing the best right. football. So yes, um, yeah, I, it could yeah. it could very well come down to those two to for for a spot in the Super Bowl. So, um, if, but if Seattle doesn't get to that point in the NFC, if they don't get to the NFC Championship game, I really believe that Seattle could be looking at a new head coach come next season. His his act is wearing thin, isn't it? I mean, and and, and I've seen it. It's sort of like at USC. I mean, and then he runs away from the problem. And this time, he didn't get an opportunity to run before the story broke. And, and I'm telling you, man, I you know, 
I, I could just see it. You see the fight. Hey, listen, Fisher sideline antics. I mean, they're famous. We knew this was happening. We knew sooner or later. Now, the story that shocked me is he got that extension. Now that, that now that did shock me. I'm that sitting here going. Well, they, they, I mean, I don't know what they're thinking about that, but I didn't think for one second, even after that extension was going to be offered out, that this guy was going to last longer. This guy, listen, he has not done any. And, and in the league of what have you done for me lately? Uh, Jeff Fisher hasn't done anything in the last 15 years. Let's just be honest. And this yeah. guy holds major spots, uh, you know, as a head coach. Like I, I thought maybe it was a lineup for him to ease his way out the door and maybe go into the actual uh, front offices over in L.A. But, man, I was wrong about that um, because they are done with him. And big-time story there, uh, Fisher out in L.A. It doesn't, it doesn't shock me. Um, maybe – oh, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Maybe it shocked me a little bit because of that extension that they offered him and uh, everything, and then not more than a week later, this pops up, which I'm not sure what that was all about. Temporary insanity? Uh, wait, as far as what? I mean, hold on. I'm offering the extension. I mean, it had to be temporary insanity. Yeah. I mean... Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, good God! I mean, really. I mean, really. Jeff Fisher has not done anything for that for that program at all. You know, for five years there. Never mind the years that he spent mm-hmm. over in Nashville. Um. So you know, it, it, this should not be any great big surprise to anybody. No, no, it really shouldn't. I mean, I think that the fact, like you said, that they got the extension to try and cover up what they were really feeling. I mean, I mean that's got to be one of the wackiest, you know, things I've ever heard, you know, let's, let's give a guy an extension because we don't want people to know that we're secretly just waiting for a reason to fire Jeff Fisher. Yeah. Just come out and do it. Like, like that's, that's how businesses. I just want to know how much of that extension that Fisher gets. That's what I want to know. I wish, I wish I knew that. I very, very little to none. I would imagine. I would think so. I mean, uh, unless there's part of it and maybe this was a ploy that he knew he was going and that in order to get him out without a fight, they needed to offer him that and give him a percentage of it. I don't know. It, conspiracy couches all over this one, okay? Oh, I know. I'm telling you right now, I, there, there's something about that story uh, that is huge it, it, and bigger than what I thought. But those those are the big stories so far this week. And, and normally we don't talk a lot of college on this show, but I had to get that out because, man, I, I hope the Minnesota Golden Gophers figure out how to start winning football games so I can be a big fan of them. I'm always going to be a Michigan fan, but my second favorite team has just became the Golden Gophers of Minnesota. So this this is this is a good week um, as far as that's concerned. Pete Carroll, uh, that situation is definitely a situation. You want to put your blinders on the East Seattle Seahawks fans, you can go ahead and do so. And yeah, it's business as usual. Okay, if you want to believe that too, you can go right ahead. But there's deception, there's dissension, 
And I'm going to tell you right now, both of them are happening over there in Seattle. That's going to be an interesting story that's going on there. So, um, and um, so now before we get into our, our first break, um, uh, mm-hmm. do, is there any other stories outside of what we're going to end up talking about? Of course, that's the games here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Is there anything you wanted to speak of before we went into our first commercial and then we'll come back and hit the NFL hot and heavy? Yeah, no, nothing I could think of right now, Sonny. I'd have to go online and see if any stories have broken, you know, overnight or anything. But I can't think of any specific stories right this second. Very good. Then that's what we'll do. Then we're going to go into our first break. We got six of them that have taken three hours. I'm sure we can get through them. So we're going to do that. We're going to take our quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, it's time to get into the NFL. It's time to get into the games. It's time to look at week number 15 here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-star HVAC contractors serving Rowlett 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-star HVAC contractors. Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com. never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, if it is fresh. 
This is Sonny Clark, radio voice at your rally at Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Oh yes, it's Sunday morning. It's the Sunday morning tradition, which means Sunday Clark, the largest working man on Sports Radio. Along with Cuervo on a Sunday morning, that being said, we're going to get into the game. Let me, yes, yes. Let's bring on 631 area code. I think I know who this is. Let us know who you are and where you're calling from, Jersey, over in New Jersey somewhere. Yeah, you got no idea who it is, but I, I have a topic that needs to be discussed <laughs> because I'm getting massacred on uh, social media because okay. of it, and I, it's ridiculous that I'm getting yes. I, it's, it's a no-brainer. Now, Mr. here's Lenny the deal. Melnick, the godfather <laughs> of fantasy sports. Go ahead, my friend. All right, here's the deal. <clears throat> you know the Jarris Familia case in New York where uh, – his wife uh, reported him for domestic violence. Yes, and now she's and now she's changing her mind frantically. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it seems to me that with the Ray Rice case, where uh, the, the, they went to court and, and the wife wanted it dismissed, and Familia's wife wants it dismissed. The fact that when a baseball player gets suspended for domestic violence. He loses his pay. Yes. All right? Are we agreement yes. on that? Yes. That's, that's if he's what the married, story is. Yeah, if he's, so keep in mind. All right. Now, he's married, and he commits a crime against his wife. Right. Now, what happens? The wife loses a large amount of money because half mm-hmm. of that is community property and mm-hmm. belongs to her. Right. Does that make isn't that a deterrent for reporting domestic violence? Does that make any sense? Well, it makes sense, but in the heat of passion, stupidity sometimes overruns. I mean I mean really, I mean he's just not thinking all the way. Or more in the fact that they're worried about their your community their community property. What you know Well so it is community step, property. Step back. So yeah. The, yeah, the point is is that should the wife be penalized for a crime committed against her? That's the that's the point I'm trying to make. I mean, I'm not in favor of domestic violence, and it could go either way, but should the wife be penalized, and in some cases it could be a lot of money, because a crime was committed against her? Shouldn't If the Major League Baseball was really serious about this, rather than just making this a PR thing, they would establish some kind of a foundation that would protect the wife's interests 
I mean, when a wife, if a wife is a, is fearful of, for her safety, chances are she will leave the marriage and get a divorce. Mm-hmm. At which point, that hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars, half of that would be hers. Right. But it was now lost. So why? What's the incentive for her to 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 report this? It only means that she could lose a substantial amount of money. And the fact is, is that. Knowing that there's a lot of money at stake, there are a lot of people that would stay just for the economics of the thing. Something's yes. wrong. <laughs> Something's wrong, definitely. Uh, you know, there, but you know, it kind of reminds me of the Kobe situation a little bit. Right. And, and, and I say this because I think Kobe's wife is probably the smartest woman in the world when it comes to money. Okay, I'm going to tell you that right now. I mean, you know, the whole situation and everything, protecting her interests. That's what I'm talking about. Not being a victim of domestic violence or, you know, being fooled around on or whatever the case may be. Okay. Right. Protecting their investment. I get, you know, their investment are their husbands and uh, or boyfriend, whatever the case may be. And so I get how you want to protect it. But like you said, I mean, but will that guy ever play again in the major leagues, though? Well, maybe not. But he may. But he certainly loses the salary that he was entitled to for that oh, yeah. year, right? And if yep. that happens, then then that equals the wife who had a crime committed against her loses a tremendous amount of money. Well, and that let me ask make you this, sense. Lenny, and and, and uh, I, I, I'm I'm just being. Uh, the I, and I know where you're going, but if she backs out of her statement, was there a crime committed? It's almost like if the tree falls down in forest, no one's here to hear it. Uh, uh, did it actually make a noise? So, in that theory, you know, since she's backing out of it, was there a crime actually committed? You know, well, you, you know, see, there's a lot the... of a lot of uh, areas that will still move forward with the prosecution against the person. Right, and that's the and that's the other problem. You know, sports, the football, the baseball, making such a grandstand play for PR. If the wife is okay with what had, with uh, reconciliation, and feels that no charges should be made, then why does the NFL and the and, and Major League Baseball continue with the prosecution? Shouldn't the courts be the one to determine? Uh, if there's a crime or not, I understand there's morals clauses in everybody's contract, but uh, I think there's more. To, I think I think the sports um, uh, leagues are making a grandstand play to show how uh, you know how much we were against domestic violence. But if they were really serious, they would establish a foundation to protect the monetary interests of the abused, and they're not doing it. That, that that's interesting, Quavo. I, you know, I I'm not sure if you know the story. I've been I, I follow Lenny Melnick, um, and I remember when you made the post. And how how many how many comments came on that one, Lenny? It was quite a few, but I don't <laughs> think people really understood, and people thought they, I was against. Missed, I was in favor of the I understood violence. exactly what you were talking about. Uh, by the yeah, way. a lot of people didn't. So maybe I didn't really word it uh, properly. I'm, I can I can talk a lot better than I can type. I think. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure sometimes. Maybe sometimes I'm better off just shutting up. Uh, but anyway, that was the essence of it. Uh, I don't believe that anybody who had a crime committed against uh, themselves should be subject to a penalty. 
it's I, I get hey Cuervo, jump in there really quick. I don't know if you know of the incident he's talking about regarding it can be major any league baseball sports. It can be anyone. Yeah. That's just that. There's a lot of them. You know, Cuervo. I mean, <coughs> yeah, there, there are a Cuervo. lot of them. There are, a lot of them. Hi, Melanie, how, how's it going? Pretty well, um, thanks. Hey, uh, so I mean, I I I heard about the story. I haven't really read too much into it to be honest but well you don't have to because it's any story any athlete gets yeah. suspended for domestic violence they lose half that the, the, they lose their pay during suspension and if they are married that means that the wife loses uh money it's a deterrent for the wife to report the violation yeah and and i mean you know the most women i know they love their money so you know, that's what I could think of as far as... So anyway, you, know, uh, you guys did absolutely no help in straightening me, straightening me out here. I, no, I think, I think <laughs> that before you go, before you lose all hope, I, am a, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. And okay, uh, that's it. That's good. That's good then. That's positive. I like that. I, you know, I get what you're saying, and but at the same time, if nothing happens, just let's just say they stay together yeah. for 20 years. Yes, mm-hmm. the woman loses portions of that, but but that could be a consequence for her staying in that in, in that situation, right? Yeah, that's you know, mm-hmm. the money's gone for the half of that. You know, the fifty thousand. You, know, you just lost yeah. twenty five thousand. Now, it right. just depends on how much the old man's bringing in and what kind of luxury house that they're living in, whether or not they will end up doing that. Mm-hmm. Yep, but still, I get again, what you're the saying. bottom line, if a crime is committed against you, why should you pay for it? Exactly. I, I get it. I get, I get exactly okay. what you're saying. But Lenny, I appreciate your insight and your, and your grand wisdom that you bring to this. To this <laughs> it's situation. grand, all right. I don't know about how uh, <laughs> wisdom it is, but it's pretty grand. So, uh, and, and okay, guys. Way, don't yeah. go anywhere, Lenny. Uh, promote what you got going on because I, I, I get to listen in archives. Sometimes I can uh, listen live, sometimes I can And I do listen to your archives. Let people yeah, know what you do. Yeah, the one time you gave it to the Friday. chat room, you broke it. You broke it. I, I know, I broke it. You broke it. That was Why the only the time we now. had in, in the two years since I've been using this uh, software, and it's really been tremendous. It's a crystal yes, clear connection. Wonderful. And it's really terrific. The one day Sonny Clark shows up is the one day nobody can hear anything. Exactly. So, I don't know. Beginning to wonder, man. A little sabotage there, right? Let them know about your website, my friend. Is that how you knock the competition out? Anyway. Yeah, I um, think. Yeah. Lenny Melnick, com, And uh, we do a podcast every morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, the football season's winding to an end. We have been baseball all year long. And yep. uh, now it's starting to heat up, so it's a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. It, Great chat. And it is, and I learn a lot just by listening, and and because there's so many players, it's hard to keep up with and things of that sort. And you help with that. Yep. There you go, kiddo. Okay, you guys take it easy. You got it. It is the Godfather Likewise. of fantasy sports. It's Mr. Lenny Melnick. He called me kiddo, and I'm about ready to turn fifty. I love this guy. <laughs> love this guy a lot. All right, Lenny, have a good one. Say hi to uh, the uh, uh, the sports babe in her own right. Say hi to yeah. Andrea for me, okay? I'll do that. Thanks, kid. Bye. You got it. And there we go. He is Lenny Melnick here on a Sunday morning. It's that being said, I, I, I love his insights on a lot of things. He's really good. So.
That having been said, it is Sunday morning. That is the name of the show. We look at the week that is. So let's just really quick, Cuervo, look at the games that have already played. I don't necessarily want to talk about Seattle, at, you know, Los Angeles. If you were stupid enough to pick L.A., you're just too much of a homer. And, but the controversy that happened in the game, forget about the other stuff, but the fourth down call where they're up 24-3, to three, uh, the fake punt, like the call, don't like the call, was it a little bit too unnecessary? Uh, was it unsportsmanlike? What do you think, Cuervo? I thought I, I definitely thought it was unnecessary. I mean, and, and you and you know you you're, you risked your punter getting injured, and he and he did for he did he got hurt. So I mean, I don't know how serious it is, but I know that he uh, he got whacked in the head pretty hard. So he's in the concussion um, protocol. I don't know if he'll be ready for next week. Uh, the fact that this game happened on Thursday helps that though. Yeah, and, and, and for, for those out there, oh, it's just a punter. Uh, who, who cares? It's no big deal. Okay, all right. Well, let's see how good the backup is. I guarantee yeah, exactly. he's if probably going to – If there is one, um, you know, he, he probably sh- he'll probably shank a couple of uh, punts next game. So, And then now you're talking about field position, and, oh, that's why the Seahawks lost. You know, it, it, there's a lot that goes into it. So, so I mean, you know – the shallow-minded ones are going to think that it's not a big deal. And and um, and then last night, game last night. Now, Sonny was on drugs, didn't see the game, except I went back and watched it. You, if you get into that NFL thing, you, you know, you, and I, I went back and I looked at, at the game. They, you can watch the game in like 40 minutes, 45 minutes, and I did. Of course, I was up at 3 game in the morning. What else? Is, yeah, huh? It's, I think it's called a game pad. You have the game pad. Yeah, game exactly. Play or something mm-hmm. like that. Yes. Okay. So I watched this game in 40 minutes, 45 minutes. And my boy Matt Moore is my hero. And we know Sonny Clark is a lover of Matt Moore. I've said that this guy has been a quality backup uh, in the NFL. Nine seasons, by the way, just to let everybody know. And he keeps the uh, Dolphins' slim chances of making the playoffs still alive there, Cuervo. Um, Did you get a chance to watch the game, and what do you think of it? Yeah, so I watched some of the highlights. I didn't watch the actual game, but I saw some of the highlights. And uh, yeah, the the Jets, the Jets need a quarterback, Sonny. I mean, yes, I, I, bad. I think a blind person could have seen that. And, yep. You know, it, it's boy, oh boy. That's why I keep thinking Tony Romo's going to New York because you look at that team and and, and how badly they function without a quality quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's it's the writing is on the wall, you know. Um, Tony Romo is going to be a New York Jet. They're going to throw just as much, if not more, money than what Jerry Jones did. His boy Jerry Jones. Yes. And and he's going to be like Jerry who when twenty sees that offer <laughs> on the table that the New York Jets give him, he's going to say Jerry who? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do this. So you so, think that's a that's possibility, not- Cuervo? I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking Tony Romo retires and becomes the coach of the Dow, becomes a quarterback coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I, I don't, well, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, Romo, Romo's at home. He's a fixture in Dallas. I, I just, you know, the, you know, I, and if he changed teams, 
the Jets should go after him, but I don't think he goes there. I think he goes to Arizona. I really do. Um, and by the way, that's been a big buzz since Sonny mentioned it up on my show and everybody thought I was crazy, right, Cuervo? Um, so, yeah, another right. one of patting myself on the back. I'm, I'm telling you that the situation – I don't know. Tony Romo's got the hottest wife in the country. Oh, my gosh. Never mind that she's on the, the, the news down here. Um, I just don't see Tony Romo making the trip up to New York, man. I, and not only that, playing for the wrong team in New York. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 I just think – I still say he's going to the Jets. But, I, but my, first, my first instinct is that he does retire. And I did mention that before. Yes. I, I'm, my first and I'm right was, there with you. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, with all the injuries, Sonny, I mean, I, I don't see how he can sit there, look himself in the mirror, and honestly say, I can still play quarterback at a quality level in the NFL. Yes. And that's so, the key I, thing. I, can he do it at a quality level? And And that also includes – not being injured because you can be the best quarterback in the world. And Tony Romo's a badass. Okay, let's just be honest. The guy's a badass. But if you can't be out on the football field, you, you just you're just not a quality quarterback. And that was and, and not that I'm a big Eli Manning fan, but he's about ready to start his 209th game in a row. Okay, now that's a nothing man, although he sucks. Um, you know, at least the guy's healthy and they can depend on the guy at the quarterback position. Yeah, I mean, he's consistent. Um, I mean, I don't know what your definition of consistent is. Uh, He starts. Like you said, he's started for the past, what, 12 seasons now. Yep. I don't think he's ever missed a game. I wonder if if he's ever missed a game before. No, no. There's 209 games in a row. At least if I read it on NFL, here it is. After 200 consecutive starts, Eli Manning gets back up every time. The toughest quarterback in the NFL, but you know, he may be tough, but man, this guy's a turnover machine. Now I posted, I don't know if you've seen it on my Facebook. I've been having an argument with a a friend, a fellow indoor football guy um, that, you know, he he doesn't think Troy Aikman should be in the hall of fame. Um, And uh, you know, you look at, you look at the numbers and you look at everything. Yeah. But you've got to take the era on when this this guy played football. I mean, and, and no disrespect to Tony, uh, with, uh, Troy Aikman, he wouldn't last 10 seconds in today's NFL. I think he'd get pummeled. He'd be done. I, I just, you know, there's just no – I don't think there's any way around it. I just, you know, he's not that kind of quarterback. He's not the guy – and you can blame your boy Peyton Manning for this, for making the quarterback the most valuable player on the squad uh, even more because of the importance of what he did for his football team, especially during the regular season. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you know, numbers have gone through the roof, uh, you know, since, you know, Peyton was in the league, I guess, uh, if you want to put it that way. But, um you know, running backs have almost come irrelevant. I mean, you can yep. make the argument that Peyton Manning has has made the running back position irrelevant, and that's a scary thought. But do you remember the days when you were doing fantasy football and you were drafting running backs first? You remember those days? I mean, we're talking about eight, nine years ago. You were getting a running back first. Well, I mean, depending on where I'm drafting, I sometimes I still do it if I can get certain guys but right yeah I know I know what you're saying though like everybody in the first round was taking a running back yes. everybody maybe 
maybe you had that one goofball that took, you know, uh, you know, Tom Brady or Peyton Manning in the first round or, or uh, uh, a wide receiver like Calvin Johnson or Andre Johnson in the first round. You know, you had that one goofball that, that was like, yeah, I'll do it, but he really doesn't know what he's doing. So, right. But you're okay with that. But you're okay with that. You like guys like that. You're like, hey, more, you know, advantage me. So, but, exactly. Yeah, you know, you had those guys that, um, you know, did that. But yeah, like nine out of ten guys pick running backs, and then, you know, onto the receivers. But those days are gone, Sonny. Those days. Yep. I mean, Rob Gronkowski gets drafted in the first round. He is yes. a tight end. He is a yes, tight, tight end. end. <laughs> An injured one, but he's a tight end. He's so, a, I mean, I that's, get it. That's, that's how much the game has changed where running backs have become – now, I will say this, though, too. A lot of teams now, they don't – they do running back by committee. Right. And, and some of them have their hand forced, like the situation in Minnesota. Right. I mean, you you, know, you 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 lose Adrian Peterson, which I know we're going to get into that later, um, you know, because, uh, you know, we might be seeing him again. But, right. Um, but, you know, teams like that, they, 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 ha- they have no choice but to go running back by committee. Or they just don't have a, a running back uh, that that has won the job, so to speak, like in Denver. So... You know, that's, that's how the running back position has changed to where it's just, you know, you don't really have the quality anymore like you used to. Exactly. And if you, if you, have, the, if you have the opportunity, you still kind of, you know, grab them up. You know, by the way, Adrian Peterson says he's playing today. And according to everything I've read, he sure uh, he's not going to start. Um, I, it, it, it says that uh, Adrian Peterson to start. So, Interesting yeah. situation there. That is huge. But the Kansas City Chiefs lose their quarterback. That one's gone. Um, back out on IR. Um, uh, actually, mark that. That wrong Johnson. I, I was looking at the wrong injury. Derek Johnson uh, injured mm-hmm. out. So I I thought it was their running back. I I'm missing. And my brain wasn't working. <laughs> big surprise. It's Sonny Clark. Um, but uh, that is still a big loss, though. Uh, Derek Johnson. They put him linebacker. Uh, this guy, you know, now that I know who it is, this is not a time to lose a guy like Derek Johnson when you are in a battle in the AFC West to try to win the division, never mind try to uh, get a wild card. Yeah, I mean, and he's still arguably the, the, the leader of that defense, Sonny. I mean, Absolutely. You can, you can I mean, between him and, and Justin Houston, I mean, those are, those are the, the centerpieces of that defense, so. Um, to lose a guy like that, it's it's that's that's pretty big, um, you know. Especially this time of the year, it's it's uh, you know not not a good time to be losing guys like that. But it does happen. Yep, it does. So, well, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, since we had Lenny Melner call in, he kind of turned the table a little bit um, on what we do, what we're doing here on Sunday morning. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take our second break of the that we got to take we're going to do that now we're going to jump into that and at the top of the hour we're starting in the next hour we're going to kick it into overdrive we are going to all the games in the nfl so let's take our break here on the couch potato sports show when we come back let's get into those games and let's talk some more nfl news as the games are as we're talking to them we'll do that after the break here on the couch potato sports show we'll be right back 
1998, Scooter's Coffee was born. Co-founders Don and Linda Eccles began their amazing journey when they opened up their first drive through coffee house in Bellevue, Nebraska. Their motto is, amazing people serving amazing drinks amazingly fast. Scooters only roast from the top 10% specialty coffee beans in the world. And their specialty, the Caramelicious. If you're new to Scooters, you can't go wrong with ordering this rich, velvety caramel gem. So make sure you check out Scooters Coffee, located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you can get onto your business real quick. That's Scooters Coffee, located in Rowlett. Selling your home could be the single most important decision you make in your life. You need someone with the experience and know-how to help you through this decision. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associate Realtors has you covered. Knowing the specifics of the Rowlett and Rockwall area is his specialty. Contact Brian at 972-533-9059 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. That's Brian with a Y, not nichadwick.jphomesforsale.com. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, learn the art of self-defense, discipline, respect, physical development, and mental focus. Become the best that you can be. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, we offer an after-school program, fitness kickboxing, birthday parties, summer camp, and homeschool classes. Check out our one-year anniversary special. Two weeks in a free uniform for $19.99. That's right, $19.99 gets you two weeks and the free uniform. Check out Chang Lee's at 469-506-4483 or visit them on the web at mychanglees.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. Are you in need of an electrician in the Rowlett, Rockwall, or Saxe area? What kind of electrical work needs to be done, residential, business, or industrial? Contact Allen Bauer Electric for all of your electrical needs. It's important to have a qualified licensed electrician taking care of any electrical problems you may be having, so your loved one or customers are safe. We have built our business on quality for a fair price, and good customer service, but of course... Give Alan Bauer Electric a call at 214-356-0197 and tell him Sonny sent you. Alan Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Ready, set, hush! 
welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co-host anyone can ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. Here's Sonny Clark. Back in week number 15 of the NFL, it's that being said here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, along with, like I say in the intro, the best hope in the business is Cuervo on a Sunday morning as we're going to look at them all now. So it's time to talk about, we talk about the games that are already there, my boy Matt Moore. Does the job in Miami keeping them alive? Let's take a real quick look at the standings in the NFL before we get into the games. In the AFC East, 11-2 Patriots. 9-5 for the Miami Dolphins. I don't care what anybody says. If you thought that, you're a homer. Because the people who were looking at that, that wasn't a good situation down there. Buffalo 6-7. 4-10 for the Jets. AFC North. Pittsburgh Steelers. 8-5, Baltimore Ravens 7-6, Cincinnati 5-7, 0-13 for the Browns. AFC South, and this one is a battle, folks. Two teams at 7-6. Tennessee has the tiebreaker over Houston, then the Indianapolis Colts 6-7, Jacksonville at a haunting 2-11. In the AFC West, quite possibly the best division in football, 10-3, Kansas City Chiefs, the tiebreaker, over the Oakland Raiders, that having been said, Denver Broncos 8-5, and five, and then San Diego at 5-8. and eight. Over in the NFC, let's look at the North, where the Detroit Lions are 9-4 and four on this season. Minnesota and Green Bay have the same record, but Minnesota has the tiebreaker over Green Bay, 7-6, and six, and the Chicago Bears 3-10. In the NFC South, the Atlanta Falcons 8-5 and five, over Tampa Bay, who are 8-5. and five. Then the rest of the um, division is at 5-8, and eight, that being the Saints and the Carolina Panthers. In the AFC West, the Seattle Seahawks 9-4-1. By the way, I forgot about Washington. Well, uh, no, mark that. Uh, nine, four, uh, mark that. Seattle's 9-4-1. The Arizona Cardinals are 5-7-1. The Rams are 4-10-1-12. and, 10 and, one and 12. San Francisco 49ers. And in the NFC East, Dallas Cowboys, 11-2. and two. You can't spell Dallas without the two L's. They're right there, 11-2, and best team quite possibly in football right now, along with the Patriots. 9-4 uh, and four for the Giants, 7-5-1 and one for the Washington Redskins, and Philadelphia 5-8. and eight. I forgot about that tie over in the AFC. The Bengals have a tie uh, in that division as well. So, that's what it is right now in the NFL. Let's go to the first game that we're not going to spend a lot of time on. And the reason, Sonny, why aren't you going to spend time on all the games? Well, because some of them are just ridiculous. And, <laughs> and we, we want to spend times on more games that are more prominent. And I, I'm sorry, the 0-13 Cleveland Browns and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo's going to win one by default as they're in a scrimmage here today, Cuervo. I, I just don't know anything to say. Um, the Bills are going to go to 7-7 seven and seven and still hang on there. But, you know, it, this, is a, this is a horrible football game for the day. And let's get this one out of the way. Is there anything you want to talk about in this game? Because I really don't. 
Well, I mean, the Bills are going to win, so does that mean Rex Ryan gets to keep his job for another week? One, uh, one more week. One more week, I would think, right? Yeah. Now, if he yeah, loses one. this, you fire him, right? you, you got to fire Rex Ryan if you lose to the Cleveland Browns. Well, I, I don't think he should ever show his face in public again if he loses to the Browns today. Yes. He should Forget be able to coach again. Well, I remember when they were making a lot of noise when they beat a Tom Brady-less New England Patriots team and everybody was on the bandwagon for a couple of weeks. Boy, oh boy. It, and uh, that was pretty pathetic. <laughs> yeah, it always happens, Sonny. Yeah. Every time gotta, they beat the Patriots, it's like, oh, give Rex Ryan an extension. Oh, he's such <laughs> a good coach. And then exactly. they lose the team, but... Jacksonville or something, and you're like, mm, maybe we should, you know, think about this. Definitely. It's one of those things. So, we're both up on the uh, Bills there today. Let's head into a good game. Let, let's, it, it, an interesting game, by the way, folks. As the Detroit Lions, they're a pretty solid football team. Notice how I didn't say good. I just said solid. As they are 9-4, and four, they're on the road to take on a I, I'm not. I don't want to say solid nine and four for the New York Giants. However, Giants take the loss last week. They're going to get fined also uh, for the walkie-talkie incident. I don't care about walkie-talkie. It's a stupid rule. I, I get why the rules there, but it, frankly, that they're talking about, just find them and be done with it. It didn't matter. They lost anyway. That having been said, the Lions are a good football team, and yet again. You have Matthew Stafford having to come back in the fourth quarter like they did last week. So you've got that situation there for him. But quietly, the Detroit Lions have won five games in a row, Cuervo, and quite possibly could be the third, maybe fourth best team in the NFC itself. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, and again, I mean, Matthew Stafford, man, Sonny, I'm telling you, I did not see this coming as far as how well he's playing. Um, but I mean, the guy, the guy has, has been on the money. I mean, and you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a situation where again, it's like, you know, sometimes when you lose a guy like Calvin Johnson, it works out in your favor. So, um, but yeah, the lions, the lions have been on fire offensively, but you know, Sonny, I mean, even defensively, they've, they've, does it seem to you like they're a little bit more, Physical, but clean physical. So you remember yes. how the Lions used to get penalized 300 times a game for, you know, whether it's unnecessary roughness. Because they cleaned house. And Dominican Sue, gone. Nick Fairley, gone. You yep. know, those, those guys that had that reputation for, for not always being the cleanest uh, football players, they're gone. And, and now you see the change defensively with them. And, and I think that's been a big thing, too, is, you know, defensively, um, they've played some good defense, and they don't get penalized very much. Um, so it's good, clean defense that the Lions are playing now, and I think that's a big big part of their turnaround as well. And my arm is hurting again because, yet again, Sonny was right. And, and, you know, and I'm talking about Matthew Stafford. I said at the beginning of this season that the best thing that could ever happen to Matthew Stafford was to get rid of Calvin Johnson because he would become a more complete quarterback. And what I mean by more complete is finding someone else but Calvin Johnson, 
So, I mean, this guy, if I'm not mistaken, a couple of weeks ago threw to 10 different wide receivers. That didn't happen when Calvin Johnson was in the lineup. He's looking more guys off. He's going to a second and third option more uh, than he ever has in his career. And guess what, folks? We're talking about a guy that could quite possibly move into the top five in quarterback um, play this season. And I'm going to tell you right now, in the fourth quarter, he's gold. I'm, I'm telling you right now, he's doing whatever he has to do to get either A, in position to kick the field goal to win, or B, get into the end zone and score. That is what you always wanted, and you always thought you could see in a Matthew Stafford when he joined the league. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guy's got a golden arm, Sonny. I mean, nobody's denying that he's got the arm strength and all that stuff. But now he's starting to really use his mind. You know, he's using his brain and, you know, making the right throws, reading defenses. Um, I mean, I don't know how good he is at calling audibles or, or, or anything like that, but just out there being being really the leader of this offense. And, and I think that's the thing, too, is, you know, maybe Calvin was the leader before. Now Matthew Stafford's like, okay, this is my team now. This is my team now. And this is this is how we're going to get it done. And, and I mean, you know, we can't deny the fact that, you know, they've – what are they, 9-3, uh, and three, I think, or something like that, or 9-4? Or, or and four. Yep, 9-4. Eight, eight out of those nine wins they were losing in the fourth quarter. I mean – you know, not not to uh, not to uh, put a damper on what we're talking about here, but if they're going to make a run in the playoffs, honey, they have to they, they they cannot continue to come back in games like they have been. They they've got to be able to start strong and, and and hold on to leads and and be winning games going into the fourth quarter because it does have a mental spike on your team going into the fourth quarter of a playoff game. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a mindset. It's different when you're in the regular season compared to being in the playoffs. Absolutely. That, that's one thing you're right about in the, the mindset of what uh, a team is all about sits right there and says, but here's one thing. Maybe they could look at that in a positive. Hey, we're down three. We don't have to worry about it. I guess it's all about the mentality as you're about ready to walk in there and do what you got to do in order to win. And you can say something about that is where the the, the, uh, Detroit Lions are. But I look at this game, and here's what I'm going to tell you. The week, last week, when the Giants beat the Dallas Cowboys for the Cowboys' second loss, told me right then that the Lions were going to win the game. Why, Sonny? You're crazy. They just beat the they just beat the Cowboys. Yeah, ten to seven. Okay, ten to seven. Okay, that right. I mean, ten to seven in your own house, folks. I'm going to tell you right now. That that that's not going to happen with Detroit. This is a different football team, and uh, say whatever you want. Matthew Stafford is not Dak Prescott. Okay, this guy can get the ball in the end zone. How he he's been able to do it so far this season. Two different types of quarterbacks. Two different types of teams. And you know, I dare I say, I think the Lions may be a little bit better than the Dallas Cowboys, except for what the record says. Take away from that, I like the Lions. I like what they're doing this year. I think they get the win in New York just because even though they that defense held the Dallas Cowboys to seven points, I just don't think they're going to get that with the Detroit Lions here today, Cuervo. 
Well, here's the problem I have with picking the Lions, Sonny. Um, is you know, and we, and we praised Darius Slay this season. You know that he's he's really stepped up, and we are we've made the argument he's the best corner in yep. the NFC North. Can he handle Odell Beckham Jr.? That that's the real question here. Can he be able? Is he is he capable to contain a guy like Beckham? If he can't, then I'm telling you right now, Sonny Eli Eli's going to throw to him 20 times today. And how many of those he catches, I don't know, but he's going to throw it to him 20 times. And, and I and that's and that's really what it's going to come down to is that matchup right there of Odell Beckham against Darius Slay. And honestly, I don't know if I don't know if he's good enough. He, you know, maybe in a couple of years, yeah. Maybe when he sharpens his, his, his skill a little bit more, he, you know, masters his craft a little bit more. So as much as I'd like to agree with you, Sonny, I think I'm going to go on the other side and, and, and I'm going to take the Giants and the squeaker. Um, you know, whether you want to see it or not, <laughs> um, you know, the, the Giants are the one team that have given both losses to the Cowboys and they're honestly playing some decent football right now. I mean, the, the Giants is a team, once again, you know, we're talking about the Giants being a dangerous team in the NFC uh, if they do make the playoffs. So that's the, that's how they're playing right now. It kind of reminds you of the years that they've kind of quietly gotten to the playoffs and then all of a sudden, holy cow, they're in the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be right, a good Cuervo, game. I can't see it. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I just can't see it. The reason why I can't see it, Three turnovers by by Eli Manning last weekend. The Cowboys couldn't capitalize on any of them. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know if you want to blame that on the good defense from New York or whatever. But Eli Manning, the turnover machine that he is, listen, guys, this guy sucks. I, and frankly, I'm tired of hearing about how great Eli Manning is. Oh, he's eighth in, he's eighth in passing. Yeah, but how many, how many games has Eli Manning cost this football team himself? Okay, last week should have been a loss. Dallas Cowboys should have won that football game. Never mind the fact that Eli turned the ball over three times, and there should have been three interceptions because of Eli, but the defensive, the defensive players in the secondary for the Dallas Cowboys couldn't hold down the ball. So, you know, I, I'm sorry. I watched that game. That eye test for Eli Manning. Listen, you want to be in love with Eli Manning and love this guy? You go right ahead. That guy is not a good quarterback. And I'll say it each and every week to anybody, I guess, who will listen. But I'm telling you right now, Eli Manning is the problem with the, with the Giants. I'm not saying that there's not anybody worse, but I'm telling you they got to get a better option at the quarterback position. And, you know, you can say whatever you want. I'd take Phillip Rivers over uh, over Eli Manning, and guess what? That was the team that they switched each other for. Eli was going to be in San Diego, and Phillip Rivers was going to be in New York. So there you go. I think that they might, you know. Now, they got the two Super Bowl rings, and you can go ahead and think that that's all wonderful for you. You know, the lucky thing that the Eli Manning is. All you got to do is look at last week and see how lucky – Eli Manning is, okay? Three turnovers himself, almost through six if someone could hold on to the football. Yeah, I, I just I, I just don't see it. But I get where you're coming from there, Cuervo, because you're right. Slay, this is going to be a big test for him today. And I'll also say this. Eli Manning's got to try to deliver the ball to Odell Beckham. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think there's dissension between Eli Manning and Odell Beckham. I really honestly believe that. 
Uh, well, they better fix it because they've they've really got a good thing going on. I mean, it's and it's not even that I'm in love with with Eli Sonny. It's it's the fact that as long as he can get the belt the the ball to Odell, yeah, and, you know that I'm in love with the fact that. Beckham is such a playmaker, Sonny. I mean, there's, he is. There's, there's, whether you like him or not. I hate him, but he's a playmaker. And he's got the ball in his hands. He's the best receiver in football. He is the best receiver in football. Better, yes, better than Antonio Brown. I said it. Better yes. than Antonio Brown. So I agree, and I hate him. I love Antonio yeah. Brown, but Odell Beckham, if he has the ball in his hands, he's definitely better. Yeah, So, and that's the thing. I can very well see, just like he did to the Baltimore Ravens back in week four or whatever yep. it was. I, yep. Just smoking guys on the slant routes. Smoking them. And that's what I'm afraid of is Darius Slay does not have the experience to cover a guy on the slant routes like he, you know, just like, uh, uh, you know, against a guy like Odell Beckham. I mean, you know, I, I, if I had the capability, Sonny, if I, if I had the time, really, I would go back and I'd watch a Lions-Packers game and see how he did against whether it was Jordy Nelson or Randall Cobb or Devontae Adams, whoever, on those slant routes. I'd be really interested to see how well he covers those because that is that is Odell Beckham's bread-and-butter play. Absolutely. If Eli can hit Odell on the money on a slant route, he's gone. How many yep. times have we seen it happen? So – that's that's what I'm afraid of, and that's why I'm hesitant to take the Detroit Lions. I think that the Lions are a better football team, but that one that one thing that believe it or not, saying that one thing is the reason why I can't do it. Because, like I said, Beckham could go for 200 yards receiving and two touchdowns today because of that slant route, because of how well he is with the yak and yak. Oh, yep. no, Beckham is a master at the yakety yak, son. Absolutely. So, um, that, that's what I'm afraid of. If, if you're a Lions fan, that's what you're afraid of. And now, I got a little thing on my screen. Can you hear me, Cuervo? Yes, sir. I heard you loud okay. and clearly. All right, good. That, I just want to make sure that's on my screen. So that having been said, we're on the different side on that one. Let's head into the, the, the cold game here today, Cuervo, from what I'm hearing. Your Chicago Bears three and ten, Green Bay Packers. I don't have a lot to say about this game either, except for the fact that this is that that division game, that rivalry game, probably one of the best. And I, I love this game, by the way. I just wish the Chicago Bears were a little bit more competitive to make this game even better than it usually is. Uh, but Packers Bears, it's always a game to watch. Oh yeah, I mean, if you love rivalries, and this is the this is. As big as it gets, it's the oldest rivalry in the NFL. We've all heard the, the statement. Oh, but it's going to be a long day. As a Bears fan, Sonny, it's going to be a long day. I think you're right. And I say that because I, 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 for some reason now, everybody is listening to Aaron Rodgers. Why they didn't listen to this guy at the beginning of the year, I don't know. Why they didn't take it off his shoulders as much at the beginning of the year, I don't know that either, Cuervo. But I'm going to tell you right now, that's one of the problems that is going on in Green Bay is, you know, Aaron Rodgers has a shoulder problem and is carrying this team to the playoffs yet again this year because that's what's going to have to happen. They're just lucky they got a pretty good schedule towards the end of the season, and they got the Bears playing, you know, unfortunately like they're not supposed to play. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's injury. At the, hey, Alshon Jeffrey comes back, Sonny. He's not on the Yes, he anymore. does. So, I mean, you know, he's coming back from the suspension, which is, I don't know what kind of, uh, you know, uh, uh, greeting he's going to get from the fans in Chicago. But, you know, that's, I guess that's one positive. And then we get Jarrell Freeman, our other druggie, back next weekend. The, the <laughs> linebacker. So, but, I mean, still no Jay Cutler. Uh, that's okay, though, because Matt Barkley's not the worst quarterback ever. Um, yeah. So, you know, but um, it, it's, it's yeah, it's going to be a long day, Sonny. I, I really don't know what else to tell you. It, it's, I mean, Green Bay right now is starting to find their, their, their uh, rhythm. Yeah, getting the rhythm, and um, I mean, you you see what they did last week. Oh boy, and um, I mean, they they beat up on Seattle a couple of weeks ago too, or last was it or was it last week? Yeah, I think it yeah. was last week. So yeah, they beat up on Seattle. So um, well, you know what the Green Bay Packers are doing is making the Detroit Lions win games. Okay, Detroit, you know, I mean, Detroit's hoping that Green Bay can lose one of the three against um, or one of the two against Chicago or Minnesota before they got to meet them in week 17. They don't want that game to mean anything, Cuervo. They want to go ahead and be able to lose it and go into the playoffs and be okay. Um, So one of those two losses, if the Green Bay Packers lose this week or next week, they're done. And that's what the Detroit Lions are hoping for. They're hoping. They're hoping that they're big-time Bear fans this week, but I'm agreeing with you, Cuervo. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I'd like to uh, Yeah, I'd like to say that they're going to get it done too, but, oh, no, I, I can't do it, Sonny. I mean, you know you know, I, I, I love the Bears. But You're going to root I, for I, them. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to be wearing – I don't know. I'll, I'll pick a jersey to wear. I've got a couple I can choose from, but um, still going to be a long day. And um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to next year. I want to see what draft pick draft pick they get. There's a lot of rumors I'm hearing about the coaching change and who it's going to be and Good. who it possibly. John Fox never was the right coach for that team anyway, Cuervo. Yeah, I mean, I, I was hoping so. I mean, he's 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 made some turnarounds before, but. But and my like back, said, my my arm hurts because I was right about that one too. Uh, well, that that goes for the both of us because <laughs> if, you, if, you remember, if you remember, Sonny, I I remember I told you it, it's not as much fun dating dating the uh, the beautiful blonde at forty as it is at thirty. And that's yes, what, that's what it is, John Fox. So it was a yeah. lot more fun. So when he was when he was you know a better a better understanding of the game. Now, um, I don't think he has that same understanding. So, that being said, he's not as effective. Of it. It's just like Jeff Fisher. Same yes. thing with Jeff Fisher. I mean, yes. ten years ago, Jeff Fisher was one of the best coaches in the NFL, and his defense was was dominant. Now, I mean, you look at the Rams' defense. I mean, you know, a college team could could score on these guys. So, you know, uh, that, you know that reminds me. That reminds me of. You know, the the situation with Jeff Fisher and the Rams, it reminds me of what happened with Buffalo and the Rex Ryan getting a hold of that team. Before Rex Ryan walked in there, that was a top five defense in the NFL. Before Rex Ryan got there, 
and I, I think it was Eric Mangini. I think was the one that that you know that quit or whatever the case may be. Whoever it was, they had that freaking team. I, I, I defensively, you were getting there were question marks obviously on the offensive side of the ball, but that was one of the best defenses in the NFL before Rex Ryan got there, Cuervo. Don't, don't forget those, Sonny. They did make some moves, some stupid moves, but they made some moves. Uh, yes. They got rid of Jarius Bird. They yes. got rid of Pete Alonzo. Then they got then they got rid of um, Mario Williams. Mario Williams three, was a big loss. I mean, you're talking about guys at all three levels of a defense, all yeah. pro. They're all he pro ran guys. them out. And they and they got and they and they got they got moved. So yep. That, that right there. I mean, you lose all pro guys at each level of your defense up front, linebacking court, and in the secondary. What did you think was going to happen? That's exactly. My so, and and I guess that's kind of defending Rex Ryan a little bit. At the same time, though, Rex Ryan is is a defensive guy. Like, there's there's no reason why they, there should be this much of a drop off defensively for the Buffalo Bills. I mean, they still have. They still have a lot of good pieces. You know, I mean, Stephon Gilmore is going to be a great corner in a yep. couple of years. You know, he's still he's still sharpening his skills. You know, and uh, they've uh, you know they still got like I said, they still got some good guys, but it's yeah. just just not does they're not they don't have it together, Sonny, and that's what's going to seal the fate for Rex Ryan. You know, and that's how people are looking at him now is like. Dude, I thought you were a defensive guy, and, and your your defense is getting eight up. So, you know, again, it goes back to guys that were that were dominant coaches ten years ago. They're just not. The game has changed. Yeah. By the way, it was Doug Marone. I was incorrect. It wasn't Mancini. It was Doug Marone. I knew I was wrong, so I had to check it. So, but yeah, that's it's the case that's there, and. Um, Interestingly enough, but um, but your Bears, I think they go down. I think you're right there with me uh, on that one. So, next game that's up up on the board here: Indianapolis Colts. Of course, where's my where's my music? Hit that button right there. There it is. All right, next game: Indianapolis Colts, six and seven, third in the AFC South. A very important game for these Indianapolis Colts. Minnesota gets Adrian Peterson back. They're going to be there's there's seven and six. This is going to be an interesting game, Cuervo. How much of an impact will Adrian Peter ha- Peterson have in this game? This guy seems to be able to get over injury, especially when it comes to his legs, better than anybody. This guy came back early last time. Here he is yet again, back a little bit early. What do you expect from Adrian Peterson? Who do you think has this one, Cuervo? Um, wait. Uh, let's see. Minnesota. They've got uh, Indianapolis. Honestly, in I think Minnesota. I think they. I think he has a pretty good game. You know why? Because Indianapolis's run defense is oh, terrible. It's bad. It's atrocious. It's it's a debacle. I, I don't know. Two hundred yards. Watch Adrian Peterson run two hundred yards on this thing, coming right back Wait, off of injury. Well, I don't put anything past this guy, Sonny. This guy is. I don't even think he's fully human. <laughs> I honestly. I don't the way he comes really back hit. from leg injuries, Cuervo, or knee injuries, there you go. Yeah, he had the best season of his career after tearing his ACL. Huh? Yep. What? Yeah, exactly. That? 
And and how about having Adrian Peterson take the pressure off of Sam Bradford, who hasn't been anything to write home to mama about, takes a big-time pressure off of Sam Bradford having to try to win football games. Well, and we're going to see the Minnesota Vikings that everybody expected to see all season, you know, assuming that AP wasn't going to get hurt. Right. Good game for him to come back in, too. Sure. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean – um, you know, I mean, what better defense to to come back than against the Indianapolis Colts? Who, I mean, they can't stop a nosebleed. So exactly, it's, it's it, going to be interesting. To see. I, I I'm right there with you. It it, it it could be it could get very ugly in Minnesota. I think it could get it could go there. Oh yeah, I I think so too. I really do. Now, Cuervo, I'm losing you a little. I hear you, every word you're saying, but your volume is down. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so you that's better. better. That's yeah, so better. I've, I've got you on the speaker. From my Bluetooth took a crap on me. I don't even have a Bluetooth set anymore. i got to go get one. By my get a wired one while you're there and use it during the show. Yeah, so wired is better, huh? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, especially on the cell phones. Oh, yeah. So get yeah. get one there. They're only like seven bucks. Grab one up. Okay. Yeah. I'll so do get that. that. Instead of, but I hear you better. So however you're doing one. it now is good. So I right, well, very I had good. You on so speaker. I had you oh, on speaker, I got it. That's why. That's that's exactly what it is. Then all right, very good. So next game up on board. This one, I, you know, I don't have a lot to say about it, but I'm taking an upset. I can you believe? And, and it's not because I'm even a homer. I think Jacksonville Jaguars are going to beat the Houston Texans themselves this week because they have a habit of beating themselves, Cuervo. And, and really, you know, the Texans, they, they could run away with with a win here. I just don't think they got it in them, Cuervo. I just don't because I don't trust the Texans. Um, and guess what? The Jaguars, this is the kind of team that the Jaguars can actually beat um, in reality. And really, it's nothing to write home to mama about. The, I'm not saying the Jacksonville Jaguars are good by any stretch but what I'm going to tell you is that Houston can't win a game that they're supposed to win to save their lives and this week is no different I don't think no I don't think so either and, and you know it's really unfortunate like you know Houston was on fire at the beginning of the season and they've kind of started fizzling away and um, you know the opposite the op- you know, but Jacksonville hasn't really done much better so no. It's kind of like you know process of elimination, if you will. I mean, um, the Houston's just a better team, Sonny. That, that's really what it what it comes down to. No There's question, really not a whole better lot team. Yeah, so I mean, um, it, really, Houston gets a break in the sense of they. I mean, honestly, I think they can they can check this one off as a win. Um, so as far as playoffs are concerned, um, this this really favors Houston. Big time. Oh, definitely. Um, this is a know, great ten- game for them, but they're going to have to do it. They lost Jalen Strong, Braxton Miller, injured reserve, and the tight end CJ. Um, I can't say his last name, but this guy, he's in the concussion protocol. Uh, Fedor Willis, 
Fedowitz, I think is how you say it. I don't know. But this mm-hmm. is a big time. He's big time in it. And um, I'll tell you right now, they're ranked 30th in the NFL in the passing attack. And I think the Jaguars can hold it down with Ramsey and everybody. And like I said, I'm not saying they're good. I just think they actually get a win here. I just think that, you know, that this is the kind of game that you, if you're the Texans, you have to win. I just don't think they're going to get it today. So I'm on Jaguars. Are you on uh, Houston? Yeah, I'm on Houston, Sonny. I'm right, you're I on Houston. Jaguars today, so exactly. Um, but um, I just haven't seen enough from them. You got it. All right. That being said, let's get to our third commercial, and because I got to hit the head, um, and I need some more coffee. So uh, let's do that. Let's do. Let's get that out of the way. We'll come back. We'll talk about more games here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll look. We're going to get through all of them and uh, knock it out. So we'll be back here in three minutes and fifty-three seconds. We'll be right back. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Rego and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. Don't just call any heating and air conditioning repairman. Call an expert. At Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning, we are your experts. Whether it's a seasonal maintenance that keeps your system running at a peak efficiency or a complete replacement of your system, Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning does it all. Common Sense Solutions for your home comfort. Stevenson's, where quality is our standard, not our goal. Give them a call at 972-475-3227 or check them out on the web at stevensonshvac.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast.
Unpleasant surprises can be annoying, but sometimes they can be devastating. If your retirement plan is vulnerable to unpleasant surprises, you do have a choice. There are strategies that can help ensure any surprise is a welcome one and reduce the threats to your retirement. Nest Egg Wealth Advisors specialize in helping protect your portfolio from unpleasant surprises. Visit nesteggadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to request a guide to your nice, predictable retirement. Oh yeah, we're money here on a Sunday morning. It's that being said, week number 15 of the NFL as we go through all the games that are on the slate. And we're going to continue it now as there's a good game here, Cuervo. I actually look forward to talking about when I looked at the games this week, there was a game that I thought could be a very interesting one because of the lack of, you know, discipline on each team. And, of course, I'm talking about the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore, Philadelphia 5-8. and eight. They can probably beat anybody. The Baltimore Ravens, they can't, they can't stay consistent enough in order to win games that they should. But the Eagles have lost four in a row. Ravens, you know, they're not just they're not doing very well. This is a Ravens football team that's still getting over the injury bug that happened from last year. And everybody's trying to get back in sync with them. But I'm not even going to have that as an excuse for these Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens should be a better football team. The Baltimore Ravens should be higher in the standing than they are in the AFC North. Um, But this is going to be a very interesting situation here with John Harbaugh here and trying to get the job done against the Philadelphia Eagles football team. But one of the things that I look at is how they lost that game to the Indianapolis Colts. Listen, I was under no illusions. I didn't think the Baltimore Ravens were going to win that football game. But the way that they lost that football game was really the problem that I've seen with the Baltimore Ravens, which, in other words, is you take a look at where they are and how they played in that game. That's not going to be enough. And Philadelphia, Philadelphia, but it's going to be on the leg of Justin Tucker. And guess what? The Baltimore Ravens can't afford to be doing that. Justin Tucker is a badass Cuervo, but man, you can't let your you cannot let your team's most valuable player be a kicker. No, you can't, Sonny. But I'll tell you what, he he's not very good at telling jokes. So we'll just leave oh. it at that. Okay. I, did, no, did you hear? Did I miss something? I, I missed something, you know Cuervo. Okay, so <laughs> so I don't know if it was, was it last week or two weeks ago. He uh, he actually gets a presser. He actually was was in a press conference after the game or whatever. He went up and and uh, he goes he goes. You guys smell that? It smells like up dog. So of course somebody falls for it. And they're like, "What's up dog?" He's like. Not much, man. What's up with you? And I lost my mind. I was like, that that has to be. <laughs> Not only are they kickers the hated, they, they can't tell a joke. Yeah, that, that had to be one of the corniest jokes I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I, I laughed because it was it was so corny. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so but, stupid. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, the one where you go, know, guess, <laughs> that was stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you give them, you give them that fake chuckle, and you just let it go. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyways. But it's interesting situation right now. Philadelphia, they're not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs yet, although they should be. Okay, they've lost four in a row. Um, they lose today. That that mathematics go away. Uh, they'll be done. Um, Baltimore right now, they, they can't – That this is a football team that doesn't know what consistency is. And I, I will tell you, a, a win by Philadelphia here today, okay, will make the run for the playoffs for the Baltimore Ravens even worse. Okay, they, they're, they're still in a playoff race. This is a game where you expect Baltimore to be Baltimore. And right now I haven't seen them turn that corner to be Baltimore. Be that team of a couple of years back where you looked at them and go, hey, this, this is a football team that could win. This is a team that's got Joe Flacco, and they're going to get the job done with minor guys. I mean, there were no really superstars on this football team if you want to take away from Joe Flacco. So that having been said, oh, of course, they had the defense with, you know, Suggs and everybody. But really, when we talk about superstars, we talk about offensive players in reality, and they were getting the job done. Cuervo, they haven't been able to turn the corner, and I think it's lack of talent. I mean, it's getting to a point where they don't have enough talent yet again, and they, this time they just can't get it done. Yeah, no, they they, they can't. And, you know, um, you know, these are these are two teams that um, – Really, there was a lot of expectation for, believe it or not. I mean, you, you know, yep. you had Philly with the with the number two pick, Carson Wentz. He's coming in. You know, let's see what the kids got. There's a reason they traded up for him. And man, at the beginning of the season, Sonny, we were like, okay, this is actually happening. This is this is good. Yeah. And oh, in the past couple of weeks, he's looking like the rookie that we all expected him to look like. And you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, that that game they lost to last week against the Redskins, you can't put that on on Carson Wentz. I mean, Deshaun Jackson's going to do what Deshaun Jackson does. And he, yes. he burns your best. He burns your best cover, whether you like it or not. It's going to happen. The kid's got electric yes. speed, and we all know it. However, you know, uh, the offensive line failed him at the end of the game. I mean, the the hit that Ryan Kerrigan gave Carson Wentz. When he fumbled that ball, um, that I mean, I felt it. That's how hard he hit him. I felt it. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, my wife is like, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I, I just took a hit from uh, this Redskins player, you know, because he, he hit the quarterback so hard, I felt it. And my wife yep. is like, yeah, okay. So, but They don't understand yeah, a good joke either, women. Yeah, no, no, they don't. They don't. They're just like, ha ha, funny. You know, ha ha, yeah, anyway. you're funny. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if you remember that hit, they'll say, whew. Yes, I do. I, mean, I, I know exactly which one you're talking about. It, it probably shook the, the whole stadium in Philadelphia. So, um, but, you know, that offensive line's got to get better, Sonny, on the right side, you know, or I'm sorry, on the left side to protect it, to protect the blind side. Uh, you can't, you cannot allow your, your rookie quarterback to get smoked like that, or else he's Absolutely. not going to last in the league very long. Yes, he's going to take so many hits that it's going to be incredible. And and listen, if you're a running quarterback, you're going to take hits. When you're in the pocket, you shouldn't expect to get hit as much. Uh, this guy looks like a beanbag out there. This guy's getting beat up. But here's one thing that the Baltimore Ravens has got to stop doing. They got to stop throwing the football. 
They, the problem is they don't have a running game. Okay, Cuervo, they yeah. passed the ball 554 times this season, and they've only ran the ball 301 times, okay? Uh, what are they going to do when they go to the line? I mean, so when, when you're going to be that predictable and you don't have a running game to speak of, the play-action pass becomes a joke. And, and the guy that used to be able to sell it is Joe Flacco. Why? They had Ray Rice, even though the punk that he is, they just don't have a running game. They don't have anybody that can make it a viable threat. So when you're doing play action, you actually are going to freeze someone. No one's freezing when Joe Flacco is doing play action. They know they're throwing the football. Problem is, that's going to be the problem with them in this game. I'm actually picking another upset. I think the Eagles are going to win this game. And not because I think they're a better football team. The Ravens should win this game, Cuervo, but they're not going to. They're going to figure out a way to lose this game. And this is going to be a very, very interesting situation regarding the head coaching position for this Baltimore Ravens team. It's going to come up in question as well. So it's going to be an interesting game. I'm going to enjoy watching this one on Red Zone, I'm hoping. Yeah, well, I mean, if they show it enough, yeah, I'm going to exactly. say it as well. Yeah. But, but they, they have to actually show the game. Uh, I have a feeling that that, that Giants and uh, uh, Lions game is going to get a lot of play today, too. Probably, so, yes. Yeah. Who so, you I got mean, that, this one, Cuervo? Yeah, so, you know, um, I actually think that uh, it's tough, but I just think Baltimore, because of the quarterback play, Yes. is going to get is going to get the uh it has the advantage. So, I'm going with the Ravens, Sonny. Um I'm not not to take anything away from the from the uh Eagles, don't get me wrong. I mean, I think they're they're a very good team. And as long as they can get that that Smallwood, that kid Smallwood, the running back, if they can get him going, yes. Um, the Eagles could be a could be a dangerous team. They'll start winning some they'll probably finish they'll run the table if they can get that kid going, but you know, that's that's if he starts if he gets going. I mean Darren Sproles is Darren Sproles, Sonny. We all know Darren Sproles is Absolutely. Do what he does. Yeah. But but they gotta get this kid Smallwood. They gotta get him going too. Hey Cuervo, everything's pointing for Baltimore in this game, okay? Better quarterback, obviously. They're at home. Yeah. Uh, uh, great. Um the, the better defense uh, on paper. Yep. Is Baltimore. Right. It's just it, it, this team can't get out of its own way. I, you know, granted, I'm telling you, I know who the better football team is, but we are in December. And right now, mm-hmm. I don't know if Baltimore has enough stones to step up to be the team in December. They got to be because they've been doing this all year long. You do it once or twice during the season, you know, it, it's an oversight. When you're consistently doing it the way the Baltimore Ravens are, guess what? You lose games like this one. And that's one of the reasons why I look at this game. And this one's going to be a good one. I, I hope we do get a little bit a chance to see this game a little bit more up on red zone. Uh, so I'm going on the other side. I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles, by the way, they're still on the playoff run as well. So that's going to be interesting. Pittsburgh Steelers. They're on the road to take on the Cincinnati Bengals football team. The Pittsburgh Steelers should be running away with this division, Cuervo. And I'm going to tell you right now, at 8-5, and five, they've won four in a row, okay, but I'm going to tell you, I, I've been calling for this guy's head for two years. They lose this game against the Cincinnati Bengals today. I'm telling you right now, if they don't fire uh, Mike Tomlin, I, they're, they're crazy. 
but they won't. I mean, but at the end of the season, when they don't make the playoffs or get out in the first round, they got to let this guy go. And this is one of those games that I'm telling you right now, I, this is one of, this mm-hmm. is an eerie feeling game that I have here today, Cuervo, that the, the Pittsburgh Steelers should be all over the Cincinnati Bengals football team. But there's another thing. The, the Steelers haven't been playing great football, although they won four games in a row. But the eye test right now hasn't sold me very much, Cuervo. In, in a game that is a division game, now granted, the, the five seven and one Bengals are nothing to really fear right now, but they can win a game sometimes. And, and they mm-hmm. don't have, always have to be good. And this is one of those what do you want to call it? a letdown game? Is that what we call them when when, when something yeah. happens? Trap game. I, I, this is what I'm worried about in this game for the Steelers should win this football game by all stretches. But you know this one could be interesting here today, Cuervo. It could, you know, and trap game is probably the the, the word you're looking for. That's the word um, I'm looking for. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. So I mean, you know, this very well could be a trap game, like like you said. So. Um, but, um, I, I, I don't know, Sonny. I mean, uh, that's a tough one. I mean, it, it's, it's tough. I don't know. You got to convince me, Sonny. <laughs> well, I, you know, it, it's one of those things. Okay. In, 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 one of the main problems over in Cincinnati are a couple of things, okay? Number one, defensively, they're just not playing good football. But the problem is, okay, they're just not scoring enough either, Cuervo. When, when you've got guys that should be able to get the ball into the end zone on a consistent mm-hmm. basis, they're just not getting that job done. But every once in a while, you'll see the team go off, okay? And, and that's one of the things that really bothers me about this game. So, but one of the things also, when I look at the last four games, okay, uh, the Steelers, they look like they're becoming that team that could be good. And, and, and Le'Veon Bell, okay, 30 catch, you know, around 30, 115 yards, you're liking what you're seeing, okay? But guess what? It's December. There's always that game in December, okay, for the Steelers. It's a game that they should win, and guess what? They don't come out of it. Now, and this is a rivalry game. The the Baltimore uh, I'm sorry the Bengals are at home okay and they should be better than they are and the Steelers the only problem is that I see with the Steelers and this happens all the time with them they get complacent with a four game winning streak okay and they think they're going to walk in and win a football game and not show up this team has consistently done this with the last three years Cuervo and especially in December. It's games they lose mm-hmm. in December that puts them in that too much of a tight race for that division or to try to make it into the playoffs in a wild card. That's one of the things I, I look at this and I'm worried about it. Now, that having been said, against Cleveland, Andy Dalton wasn't at his best, I mean, really in reality. Um, they had to depend upon, you know, the running game, 213 yards, Jeremy Hill, 100, uh, uh, 111 of those yards and a touchdown. Um, so it, that is one of the things that the uh, Steelers cannot let happen, which in other words, get that running game going, okay, to where the play action is actually viable. This is a team you got to worry about play action on. And if they bite on them too much, Adam Pacman Jones right now, I'm worried about defensively because he's got an ankle problem. He's already suspect when he's healthy, but now add on the injury problem. 
the defense on the other side for Cincinnati um, is going to be very, very interesting to see. But I think they can step up with it. But if they do that Antonio Brown thing all day long, I don't think they, they can hold on to him. And, but I don't know if they'll do that. I don't know if they will go to, to that. You got Bell. You got, you, got, um, you got Brown on the other side. Dalton has thrown only 17 touchdown passes this year. He's got to show up in one of these games sooner or later to you know, kind of earn his paycheck. And they, the time they show up, Cuervo, quarterbacks like this, is usually in division games. Yeah, yeah, and this, and and again, Sonny, I, I've said it before, and I'll continue to say this is one of my favorite. Uh, this is probably the best rivalry right now in the NFL. These yes. Two. So, um, you know, it's it's unfortunate that we won't get to see. Um, if I'm not mistaken, AJ Green is still hurt. Um, I think he so is might still not hurt. See him. Yeah, so I mean Steelers Bengals, it doesn't get much better than that. Maybe Steelers Ravens, but yeah, Steelers Steelers Ravens is really good too. You're right. So it's I mean it's it's a it's a great rivalry and and hopefully it lives up to to the expectation today. Um, you know, I I think for for Cincinnati though, um, you know they they've got to be able to contain these guys as far as. Uh, you know the 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 offense of the Steelers. I mean, yeah, they had five they're... sacks and an interception last week, Cuervo, and that's a game. That's a total dominance thing. But it, you know, you, you got to look at who it was, and then you got to realize it's not mm-hmm. that 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 game, that division game. That tr- it, it just changes everything, and, and that is. When you get into division games, that's where you got to start worrying about whether or not you're going to get the same kind of performances from guys that are supposed to like, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're talking of course about Ben Roethlisberger, Bell and Antonio Brown. Will everybody be in the same page? I think uh, it, if this game is won by Pittsburgh, they're going to win it right away, Cuervo. But if they're in a dogfight, I'm worried about the Pittsburgh Steelers in this game. I, I think they're okay. I think they make the playoffs. As a matter of fact, I think they even get out of the wild card run that they're going to go on. But that having been said, I, I just, you know, December, they have that one letdown game. And this, I think, and it's usually because it's a, it, it is an actual division game to where they just don't show up and they should get the job done. And they're not going to get it. I mean, they, they should get the job done. And like I said, we'll find out quickly in this game. If the Steelers are going to win, they're going to get out to a 14 nothing lead and they're not going to look back. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right, Sonny. But I, I'll tell you honestly, I don't think this game is going to be as close as people think. I, I just I just feel right now that one team is playing a lot better than the other. Definitely, that's Steelers. the Pittsburgh. That, that's the Pittsburgh mm-hmm. Steelers. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly feel like you know, as good as this rivalry is, I don't. I think it's going to be a good first half, but then you're starting you're going to start to see the Steelers wear this team down. And this game is in Pittsburgh, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, this game is in Cincinnati. That's another thing. That's another why, uh, way I'm looking at it. Um, and okay. everything that I read is well, that AJ Green is is doubtful for the game. Regardless, the, the Steelers always play well in Cincinnati. They, I don't know what it is. The Bengals they they have the worst luck when the when the when the Steelers come into town. Cincinnati always has the worst luck. I don't know. 
what it is, but um, you know, let's let's not hope that uh, another injury happens. You know, it's exactly. that type of luck that I'm talking about with the with yeah. the, uh, with the uh, Bengals. So it's um, you know it sucks, but that's what happens. So yeah, um, should. You know. Should be interesting, and I think weather is going to be an issue here as well. And Pittsburgh's usually kind of good in weather. I just, you know, let down games in December, you know, it, because listen, I'm not an idiot. The, the team that should win this game are the Pittsburgh Steelers, without question. They're the better team. It, it's just, I just worry about a team that is on that much of a roll, especially when it, it's a Mike Tomlin uh, led team. You know, when they get too comfortable with themselves, they, they trip up. And I, you know, that's one thing I, I'm not a big fan of regarding Tomlin and how he does, uh, does his thing. So on the other side on this one as well, this could be a letdown game, at least in my opinion. Cuervo, he has the Pittsburgh Steelers up next up on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Game I'm not going to – I don't have a lot to say about. Uh, the Titans are going into Kansas City. It's hard to win at Arrowhead. Uh, the Titans, though, they're in a tight race. They need this game, Cuervo. They need this game bad. Uh, unfortunately, they get Kansas City, who's on a roll and at home, and have been playing the best football in the last three weeks than they have all season long. That just doesn't spell good for a Tennessee Titans team that's going to be good next year. And they're just going to get a lot of education for the rest of the season. I, you know, I look at this game. I love what the Chiefs are doing. We said it before. We'll say it again. Best coach in football. Sorry, he is. Um, except maybe in New England, you might have somebody up there. But a guy that knows his personnel better than anybody, except maybe up in New England, is sitting right there in Andy Reid and what he's got going on in Kansas City, Cuervo. Yeah, and, and I mean, I really couldn't be happier for Andy Reid. I mean, everything that that, is, that happened, you know, when he left Philadelphia, um, you know, uh, some bad some bad things, if I remember right, going on, um, very unfortunate things going on. So um, that's why that's why I always felt like it was just time for him to make a change. Yep, and, and a change in scenery, and and so, you know an opportunity like the chiefs comes up. I mean, how do you, how do you say no? How do you say no to that? Yep. In reality. So um, it doesn't surprise me that the chiefs are, are doing well. Now they, they have had their bad luck too with injuries. Uh, you know, obviously Jamal Charles goes down and, and, and uh, Johnson and whatnot, this week. So. Yeah. Derek Johnson this week. Um, I mean, obviously supporting Eric Berry with everything that he went through. Uh, with the uh, with the leukemia situation, so um, you know it, 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 he's 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 been battle tested in Kansas City, on top of the things he went through in Philadelphia. So and for him to continue to put out good teams like he does um, really says a lot about his character and, and his leadership. So um, Andy Reid is is one of the more better coaches that people tend to forget about or or don't really focus on just because, you know, I mean, yeah, the Chiefs haven't made a Super Bowl in a while, and, and he only got to one in Philadelphia, but, I mean, you know, only only two teams make it every year, Sonny. So, yep. you know, I mean, that's just the way it goes. That's that's the business. But, um, you know, I, 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 I honestly believe that 
um, if the Chiefs continue to keep him there. Now, this is an example of where you want to keep the coach. Not like in yes. in, in L.A. where Jeff Fisher was continuing to go seven and nine, and and we're like, oh, we'll just, we'll just we want consistency, so we're going to keep you. No, 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 no. Kansas City is an example of where this is a team that can they they make the playoffs. Yes, they. they I mean. Who's going to get past New England? Now you got Peyton Manning retired, so so Denver's not really a threat in my opinion when it comes to the postseason. So, other than New England, I mean, really, who's the next? Who's the next team out there? Is it? I mean, could you say it's? I don't know, Houston. I don't. I think Kansas City. I mean, they've gone with Houston before. Uh, I think they would beat the Raiders in the playoff game. I think they I think would so beat, uh, uh, you know, I think they would, they've already demolished the Texans in a playoff game before, and I think they would do it again. So really, New England, if if New England somehow gets knocked off, you could very well see the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I, I, I like that. Say it. I like that. I'm, I'm right there with you, Cuervo. And, and, and it's coaching. I mean, and, and, and when you look at this game, Cuervo, Mariota, okay, really, against Sunday against Denver, okay, listen, 6 of 20, 6 of 20, okay, which, which obviously the Denver defense passing is huge because guess what? They gave up some yards, 180 on the ground to DeMarco Murray and company, okay? So they definitely have their, their Achilles heel. You can run on this team. And it's really simple, you know. The you know Jamal Charles, if he, depending on how healthy he is, is he in this game, Cuervo? I don't even know if he's there or not. But they got they got other guys that can run the football in Kansas City as well, and, and they're gonna. That's what's gonna happen here. I think they're gonna run the football on this team, um, and, and probably. But then at, at, at the same time, Alex Smith will make it, make an example of a team that if you don't cover short you're going to get burnt because that's just what they do best in the passing game is going short. Now, granted, Hey, Alex Smith has actually been putting the ball up in the air deep down the field when they've taken some chances and he's actually been, you know, completing some of those passes. But listen, Andy reads no dummy. He says, I know where the success is until you stop me. We're just going to do it this way. And, and that's what you get with Andy Reid. And that's the reason why he's one of the best in the business. And that's why they're going to get the victory here today, you know, against a, a Titans team that can run the football. But I think this is a, mm-hmm. a team that, you know, if they got to do anything but run the football, they're going to have a tough time. And I'm talking about the Titans. Yeah. Yeah, Sonny. I mean, but you know, the, I mean, man, Marcus Mariota is playing really well. He He is. He, he's well. He had a bad game last week, Cuervo. It was ugly. Yeah, but I mean, it's just one game, Sonny. I mean, I, I okay hate to say it that way, but I think he can definitely bounce back and and uh, you know have a have a strong game uh, today. Should be interesting. This one's going to be good. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, um, I, I'm right there. I'm, I'm a Kansas City guy. I love the Can. I'm Klaus, the Kansas City Chiefs fan. Um, I always hope that they can do something. This, this could be a year where we're talking a little bit later in the playoffs, more so than just a one round or a second round out. It should be interesting how it happens in the AFC. 
uh, in the playoffs, especially with them. Next team up on board, right. not very much interested in either, Cuervo. Oh, you, you are taking Kansas City in that game, by the way, right? Yes, absolutely I am. That's so. Very good. Uh, New Orleans Saints, 5-8. and eight. Arizona Cardinals, 5-7-1. and one. Might as well be 5-8. and eight. Goodness gracious. Uh, in Arizona, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling out the trusty couch potato quarter. Quarter? Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah I, I, just, I, I, just, I, I just can't find anything to talk about in this game. I mean, both of these teams should be vying for playoff positions at this time of the year, and they both have the same amount of wins on the season, and that's less than half. That's five, five, count them. Five victories amongst them. They should. They're ten and sixteen if you count the tie as a loss. Ten and sixteen. Please spare me. This these two teams should not be as bad as they are. Uh, matter of fact, uh, Cardinals get the DUI Floyd out of town, and then who picks them up? Cuervo. Who picks up the trouble players? Going to make a superstar out of them. The rich get richer, Sonny. The rich get richer. So Tom Brady's going to mold this kid. He's going to be all pro receiver, uh, which he already was, but he's going to be even better now. Yes. Which, by the way, Sonny, I thought, believe it or not, and you may not agree with me. You probably won't agree with me. I thought the Cardinals were stupid to cut him. I thought it was a very jerk, knee-jerk reaction um, due to the fact that, number one, I know a DUI is a DUI. Okay, there, there's really no investigating or looking <laughs> Especially into. Especially in Arizona, happened. by the way, just to let you know, I lived there 23 years. I know many people who listen. You can you can get off with a two point if you are lucky. In Arizona, if you got a DUI, you you were over two in 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 the in the, uh, in the uh, drunken area. So it's just the way it is. Yeah, but I mean, regardless, though, Sonny. I mean, yeah, he was stupid. This was the first incident, if I'm, if if my memory serves me correctly. I have never heard of Michael Floyd. I haven't. And any other type of trouble, you know. Nor, you know, he's 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 a guy that's that's, you know, kept his nose clean, and goes out there and, and just plays football, does his job, and he needs Where, pretty do good. Do they tell them if they're winning football team and playing for playing for a playoff spot? No. Absolutely not. That, that, he's, that's, he's still, that right there tells you exactly what's going on in Arizona. Well, you're, but, I mean, you're cleaning house, but you're cutting. You're getting rid of the wrong people. You, you're really getting rid of the wrong people. Why would you? Why would you cut your best? I'm sorry. I love Larry Fitzgerald. Don't get me wrong, but the guy's days are numbered. His days are the numbered. The future's son. right there. Michael Floyd is the future. Was the future. Yep. Now he's somebody else's future in New England, which I don't think he's eligible to play, though, until – correct? I don't know, Sonny. I mean, you know better than I do. Can can he actually suit up today for the Patriots? I think or he does, does is he have to wait till suiting up for the Patriots, Cuervo. I think he is, and that is a, a thing that's going on. He doesn't have a lot of time to, to learn the playbook if, because from what I'm hearing, and, and, and this it's a DUI arrest, okay, and it's a, it, there's some tests that's got to keep coming back in order for everything to happen. But here's one thing that I want to let you know about. The, the details and everything about the contracts are really a, irrelevant. This guy can actually play this week, uh, but 
I think he's uh, here. Here it is. He's most likely to be inactive. However, that having been said, that goes with some of the health that's out on that football team. In other words, this is what's being said. Bill Belichick saying he doesn't know the playbook enough. He's not going to play right now. But I'm going to tell you right now, if something happens or something screwed Bali off of that, you can see him in the, in the – he's eligible to play today. But yeah. what is being said here is, is that I've got healthy with guys that know the playbook better right now. If something screwbally happens, you can see him in yeah. uniform today. But I, I just don't see it right now. Everybody looks kind of healthy right now. So he's active, but he's not starting is basically what you're saying. Right. Well, no, no. I don't think he's even going to be active. It, it's right. According to what is going on, it, he's inactive. And this is uh, an hour ago uh, to be inactive uh, regarding the multi-game suspension. But we all know about here. Here's the great thing. You want to know how smart the Patriots are? If there's any team that can slow down the wheels of justice in the NFL, it's the New England Patriots. And they could just use this guy through the playoffs if they need him. And then they could cut bait with him at the end of the year if it doesn't work out. And then they lose mm-hmm. nothing. Nothing. They lose nothing. Well, they, they, that I mean, I think that's why they, they picked him up is because of the compensatory pick that they're losing. Um, you know, that's, I mean, that's a pretty even that's trade. That's nothing to them. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean... They, they actually, they actually win in this in this situation. So um, unbelievable, Un- unbelievable. Yeah. Like I said, that's why I said, Sonny, the rich get richer. Yep, unbelievable. And, and and I'll tell you right now, they were on, they were on this when they seen this guy in waivers. They said that they can't believe it. I they just can't believe it. They'll take. Listen, they'll play the political correct card. Well, you know, justice will do what it is, and they'll just time it to where everything is going to be perfect for him. And uh, but you know, that having been said, Floyd was not really having a great season. He he only had thirty three receptions, four hundred forty six yards. But that comes from the quarterback Cuervo. I'm telling you right now, Michael Floyd's getting more balls thrown to him if the quarterback can get it to him. And right now, all you got to do is look at Carson Palmer. That guy's not getting the job done, Cuervo. And, you know, he was just one year longer than I expected because I expected this kind of performance last season from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, so it's kind of like you're a year behind now. What do yeah. you do to catch up? So it, it'll be very interesting to see how they, you know, make the wheels of justice drag a little bit more. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's not even going to be a situation for them, you know, going into the playoffs or maybe even afterwards. All they got to do, you know, is throw the, throw the roadblocks up with, you know, with, with appeals and things like that. And they got them all day long. I, I just, I, no, granted. I don't necessarily know exactly because this is going to really be centered. At least if you believe Adam Schefter, he says that it depends on what the amount of alcohol was in his blood at the time that he did this, uh, you know, and what the DUI was. So that's going to be a big time indication on what could end up happening regarding the punishment. Right. And, you know, I mean, I, I just I just kind of feel it kind of has that feeling of, you know, if, if they drag on this investigation 
and whatever, and they say that Floyd can't actually play due to a pending investigation. To me, doesn't that kind of feel like a little nudge at the Patriots? Like, yeah, you thought you got away with it, like trying to, you know, pick up and pick up a guy, but uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna drag this thing out so that way you can't, you know, have him or whatever. Does does it kind of feel like that to you? Because it does to me. Well, it kind of does. But then again, when things like this happen and we're talking the Patriots, you always got to think that, right? I mean, yeah, because listen, at one time, we're talking about the Patriots really being a loved football team, really in reality, Cuervo. And they're just mm-hmm. not loved anymore. Okay? There's not loved, whether it's Spygate, Deflategate, or any other kind of gate that you want to talk about. It's kind of crazy. But the situation here, this is a really interesting situation. It, it, if you read this, you know, the circumstances behind Michael Floyd being cut, mm-hmm. okay, he was found unconscious behind the wheel of his vehicle that was stopped at an intersection. In other words, he was driving and he passed out. Okay. I, <laughs> now, listen, I have never been so drunk that I've passed out, okay? But I've known people who have been, and I've known that they've passed out. Um, and that takes a lot of alcohol. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, it, it's really going to come back to this blood test. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not that, you know, how this whole thing plays right. out. And, and right. this is going to be a Roger Goodell, you know, and, and it's funny. I'm going to mention that in a couple of weeks. I'll talk to you about it. It's funny. But this is going to be a vice principal kind of thing happening here where um, he's going to have to take the reins and put down the discipline. That's what the vice principal Mm -hmm. does. And that's what's going to end up happening here. It should be very interesting to see, uh, you know, what he's going to end up happening as far as him actually playing for the rest of this season. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that conversation. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. You know, yeah, the the what do you say? What do they call it? You know, the hands of justice is gonna come down. And the fact that they've had the flake gate, the spy gate, and all kinds of other, it doesn't that that does not bode well for you. I think I'm right there with you, Cuervo. You're right. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, as far as Goodell taking a stab at, uh, yeah. At, uh, yeah, I mean, I, no, I can't help but think that. He didn't that. get what he wanted. Believe me, that four-game suspension did not make uh, Goodell feel better. Uh, Goodell wanted eight, and he would have settled for six, but he was stuck with four. It's almost like me. I'll tell you what. It's almost like me. I, 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 can, wear a four, I can wear a 48, but I like the feel of a 50. But, man, give me a 52, boy. I'm happy as a pig in slop, okay? That, that's what it boils <laughs> down to. Right. <laughs> kind, of, kind of like that kind of thing. But so who you got in this one? I mean, we talked to everything but the game. I yeah, it, that that right there tells you how bad this game is. Yeah, so I mean is is you know, Arizona and refresh my memory. New Orleans in Arizona. Did I just lose you, Cuervo? Well, considering this game's in Arizona, Sonny, uh, that's tough. I'm gonna I know, say this one sucks. That's why I got the that's why I got the couch potato quarter out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, – I'm going to go with Arizona. You know, I just right. think – I just think the uh, the defense of the the Saints is going to let down uh, the offense. I mean, Drew Brees is going to do what he has to do, but I think the rest of the team's going to let him down. Well, Brees, I, you know, he's been throwing off for crazy, but lately he hasn't been. Heads is Arizona Cardinals, tails is the Saints, and there's the flip, and comes out heads Arizona Cardinals that that just tells you how bad the team is I can't even pick a game can't even pick the team <laughs> with my own merit that's how bad it is and uh right. but it, 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 it's it, it, we should be talking about these teams in the playoffs and they're not there that's what the sad thing is now uh, another game not going to waste a lot of time San Francisco and Atlanta I mean this, this one right here could get oh god this could get this this could be Embarrassing by the end of the first quarter. I mean, if Matt Ryan decides to throw the football over this defense like he can, th- th- this could get ugly really quick. Cuervo, the San Francisco 49ers don't have a chance in this game to win. And I think I just lost my man. I did. I think I just, yep, I did just lose. This is a game I'm not going to spend a lot of time on. Maybe I'll get Cuervo back again, um, you know, uh, since I did lose him. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, th- th- this one here just just smells and reeks of mediocrity and ugliness. It's going to be a, a dumb game. And when you look at the rest of the games, only Monday night football is not, you know, is not even going to be good. But the rest of the games for the rest of the day, in the four o'clock hour are going to be huge. So that having been said now, since Cuervo did have to bail out, I want to get our, uh, get our sponsors in again. Um, so we can keep up with that kind of thing. Let's do that here on the couch with Taylor sports show. When we come back, we'll, we'll finish this thing up and, and talk the rest of the game. We'll be right back here on the couch potato sports show. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-star HVAC contractors serving Relev 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-star HVAC contractors.
Let Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com. We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslo Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at CosloInsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. get that green job, I'll let you know about it next week. Okay, can't do it yet. Not allowed. And, and here's the thing. Even people who are gonna, people are going to be shocked about this. And what I'm talking about, I can't even give you a clue, but it's going to be people who listen to this show, okay, and I will give a hint. People within the indoor World, there's a little shock coming. Just mark my words, it's going to be good. Next week, I'll give that announcement. I'm going to have a special show for the announcement because it's big for it's big for me. Okay, and I'm going to tell you right now. Yes, I and and not gloating. I'm just very proud. I guess I can say that. That's how I'm going to put it. I'm proud and, and, and shocked. How's that? Proud and shocked. 
about the announcement that's going to be happening next week on the Couch Potato Sports Show. It's going to be fun. Hang around for that. It's going to be good. That having been said, let's talk about some of the games we still lost Cuervo. Um, and so Atlanta's going to beat the holy hell out of San Francisco. It's going to be ugly. It's, it, it, it's just bad. Not only that, not only that, I, I, I won't put it this way. They don't have a chance because they want that number one pick, but I don't know if Cleveland can even get out of their way to, to win a game for the rest of the season to where it becomes viable. We'll find out. An interesting game today. And, and one of the games that you take a look at in the season, and when you looked at this game on the schedule, you were looking forward to this game. And if you're not, you're not a football fan because this one was big. And the reason why it was going to be big is because there is no Peyton Manning in Denver. But the New England Patriots come to town for this one? You were looking forward to this. Now, are you looking forward to it? I don't know. I don't know. But here's what we got. 11-2, and two, New England Patriots, four-game winning streak, Denver Lost last week. They're eight and five at home. Okay, so now with Denver, their playoffs are hanging in the balance in this game. The Denver Bron- Broncos lose today. They're done. They're not going to make the playoffs. And the Broncos are the defending Super Bowl champions. And that having been said, the Broncos are 8-5. and five. This is normally a good schedule. This is a, a, a team, though, that cannot go 8-6 and six because of the other teams within the division with Oakland and Kansas City. New England could lose this game, and it doesn't mean anything to them, which makes this game all important. But here's one thing. If the Denver Broncos don't stop the run, this, this might be – this might be crazy. The only thing that could happen, the pass, the pass rush from the Denver Broncos is one of the best in the league. And if you want to argue with me on that, you can do it, but you're going to lose that argument. But th- this is a team that doesn't stop the run. Last week, the, the Titans ran all over them, okay, guys? And, and if you are a playoff caliber football team, you don't lose this game. You don't lose that game last week. And Cuervo is back. Denver, giving up as many yards as they did last week, just opened the book for New England to say, let's keep the ball out of Tom Brady's hands so he doesn't get hurt. Let's figure out how to run the football, Cuervo. This is is a very good game to talk about here today. Oh, it is, Sonny. It is. I mean, it's it's the Patriots and the Broncos. I mean, it's – the two That's all you gotta say, right? Teams, yeah. I mean, it's the two teams that everybody's talking about in the, in the AFC. Really, I mean, Denver's the defending champions. New England is New England. I mean, aside from the Raiders, I mean, these these two teams are the class of the AFC. Yep. And um, you know, it's it, it's obviously it's lost a little bit of lust um, or or uh, you know excitement Luster. now that the now that the sheriff is retired. Right. Um, still hurts to say, but it, that is the truth about it. Um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it, it's still, it's there's, 
Denver's still a class of the AFC. I mean, they're still, you know, they're doing a lot better than I thought they would be. That's for damn sure. I, I That's true. I finished last in the division. So I'm like, yeah, Mark Sanchez is your quarterback. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. And then they turn around <laughs> and they and they made uh, they made some things happen and they got uh, Simeon in there and whatnot. So, um, you yeah, know, he's playing well. So, um, but, you know, honestly, uh, the one thing I will say about this game, Sonny, is New England – does not fare very well in Denver. The games in Denver, they don't fare very well there. Yeah. And it, um, it, but this game is a little bit different. Um, the, the reason why is the Patriots have absolutely nothing to lose in this game. Now, granted, I guess the other eleven and two team in the AFC. Oh, that's right, there isn't one. Um, but that having been said, <laughs> right. uh, you know, they could, they could drop to 11-3, and three and then they might have something to deal with with the Kansas City Chiefs and everything. That having been said, it's really – there's not a lot for the Patriots to do. I mean, they're going to – they'll, they'll finish the last two games and win them all, and either Oakland or Kansas City will lose one of the last, uh, the last two games. It, it's just the way it's going to work out. But – you, you, you're talking about the defending Super Bowl champions. They come into – and by the way, 8-5 and five is respectful. I'm sorry it is. Uh, it's just how you finish in December. And guess what? Here you are again. December is going to be a big impact on how well the Broncos are going to finish out the season. Now, I'm wondering, in the back of my mind, where is John Elway's head? At the quarterback position for the future. Now, that's what we worry about. The, the team right now is not worried about the future. They got to figure out how they're going to get into the playoffs. So that having been mm-hmm. said, um, this, this is a game where the Patriots, they come into the game with the best record in the AFC, but there are no strangers when it comes to playing the Broncos at 13 times in the past 12 seasons. So these teams know each other. Now, and now, granted, not as much was within the division, but really the rest of the division in the AFC East is a joke. We're talking real teams, and this one's a real team, usually, Cuervo. And, and that's what's going to make this game really interesting. And now, on the other hand, the Denver Broncos have something to lose. The pa- Patriots are in the playoffs. That's, that's done. That's happening. The Broncos have a lot to lose. They get another game behind either Oakland and Kansas City or both. That spells trouble for the Broncos not making the playoffs. Yeah, it does. It does. And and, and honestly, if they do make the playoffs, um, they're going to be in a world of trouble. Yes. I really do feel that way just because of the of the quarterback that they have. And it's nothing, again, it's nothing against Simeon or Paxton Lynch or whichever one's going to be starting for them. But uh, how much playoff experience do they have, Sonny? Oh, that's right, zero. Yeah. <laughs> and if you and if you have to go up against a team like, uh, you know, Kansas City or, um, you know, or even the Raiders, which Derek Carr doesn't have any either. But you know, let's let's be real here. David David Carr's better, or Derek Carr. I'm sorry, Derek Carr is a better quarterback than either one of those guys. So there you go. Um, exactly. You know, and, and, you know, so it's it would be a really tough matchup for whoever Denver plays. I mean, no matter who they, they draw that first round, they're going to have a really, really rough time. I mean, it could wind up being Pittsburgh. It could wind up being, um, you know, 
uh, Houston, if they win the division, uh, any one of those teams would would be going at that quarterback. So, um, you know, the question is, it's, it, the defense is not the concern in Denver. It's it's what are they going to do offensively? You can only throw so much to Demaryius Thomas, guys. You yep. know, before they start double covering him. So, you know, what else can you do? And, and that's I don't what think they, they got to the do in this game, Cuervo. They got to get the you're you're absolute. That's what they got to do. And you're right. It, it's so obvious. That's why they don't have a chance in this game. If you think about it, but also mm-hmm. go, you know, Bill Belichick. I, I'm sorry. I love this guy. I, I you know, I, I, and, and Pete, I've already been ripped when I said this, they need to change the names of the Vince Lombardi trophy to the Bill Belichick trophy. Um, this guy don't care if he wins this game. I, and, but he will make it look like it means something, but you know he doesn't. And, and I, I just know this kind of guy, and that's why I like him, because he's going to he, – he, he, first of all, one of the reasons why I like Bill Belichick is, is he doesn't like wasting his time talking to, to the media when he isn't going to give them squat. That's number one. The, you know, just Bill Belichick isn't going to give you anything that you haven't heard before. And I hate to say it, I was listening to Mike and Mike. Um, and they were playing an interview with him, and I, you know, in a one-minute segment, he threw off seven cliches. Okay, in this, you're not going to get anything from him. But the fact of the matter, I mean, he's going to say exactly what has to be said, and just keep everybody off his back. But he doesn't care if he wins this football game. But the Denver Broncos, they better show up to play because their playoff lights are holding on to it on a first-year quarterback in Trevor Simeon, which, by the way, that having been said, yeah, he's been okay, but he's not going to be good enough. And here's the reason why. The Patriots don't have to play to 100% to beat this football team, Cuervo, and that's the reason why they lose this game today. Okay, the the Patriots are going to go in there. They don't care if they win. Guess what? They're going to have fun. Okay, they don't care about this game. They're expecting – Bill Belichick, in his mind, is expecting to lose this game, and he doesn't care. But the players, they're going to go out and have fun. And guess what? When you're going out and having fun, real fun, that's when you perform better. That's the reason why the Patriots are going to win this football game in reality. Normally, I would probably say if this team had a real quarterback, I would say the, the, the Broncos have a chance at it. I just don't see it here today. Yeah, I, I honestly I don't either, Sonny. I mean, I, I would love to say that New England or that Denver is going to be competitive, but I just I just honestly don't think they will. Well, I honestly, CJ, don't think they will. CJ Anderson losing them at the beginning of the season killed this running game, which put everything on the shoulders of a, a first year quarterback. It did. It did, and you know, I mean that he. That was the hope in Denver was, okay, well, they've got the solid running game. You know, that'll yep. take a lot of pressure off of the new quarterback. Well, he goes down, and then they're like, oh, damn, now what are we going to do? Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe, you know, Monte Ball would be a guy that we sure wish we still had. Or, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I mean, yep. there's there's guys that they let go, and then they're like, oh, damn, we put all our eggs in one basket. And now it's come back to bite us, you know, I mean – so, it's um, yeah, that that it's not a good situation offensively in Denver. It really it's it's not. I mean, but neither is it, neither is it neither is it in New England, Cuervo. 
Listen, Danny well, Amendola. Yeah, it's better, it's, but Danny Amendola, he's out. That's the reason why they got Michael Floyd. You, you say whatever you want. Uh, if, if that injury to Danny Amendola is huge, they need someone to replace it. So they just do. Okay, um, Martellus Bennett, he's got some ankle pro- ankle problems as well, but he's questionable for the game as well. Then you got Malcolm Butler, okay, at corner. Uh, he's got an injury problem as well. And, and then Jordan Richards, uh, you know, these guys are questionable. So that's why you go get Michael Floyd in case Danny Amendola can't finish out the season. You got a guy that you can go to. God, they're so smart. This is the reason why the Patriots are the best team in the NFL, as they always are, because they are just that much smarter than most football teams in the NFL, Cuervo. I mean, you don't get Michael Floyd. By the way, which could be arguably a high number two on any football team in the NFL, okay? And, and they go get him for peanuts, and they're going to make a star out. Here's what happens. He either goes there and has success, okay, and, and they keep him mm-hmm. next year and the year after, not, and this guy becomes the bigger superstar than he had the potential of being in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he's instantly – I mean, he's obviously getting – a better quarterback. He's just got to yep. get used to playing cold weather again. I mean, he did in college at Notre Dame, but Notre Dame, you know, right? Played, yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. He went, I mean, he went to Notre Dame, so he played in cold weather in college, but now he, you know, his whole career in the NFL, he's been playing in, in Arizona for half the season. So, you know, it, it's, he's got to get used to that again. And, and, and yep. I know it doesn't sound like a big deal, Sonny, but you and I both know when you play in cold weather, it makes a difference. So, absolutely, uh, without question. You know, your, your body feels it regardless. Absolutely, and you know, I mean, in a playoff game where it's you know 17 degrees in New England and it's snowing, how do you react to that type of environment? Like, do you do you complain about how cold it is, or do you just go out there and you just play football and and, and tough it out? Like that's that's you know. It kind of it, it it shows what kind of character you have, and you know, for for Michael Floyd, like I said, I mean, he's got to get used to playing in that type of weather again. I think they really mismanaged that guy in Arizona, Cuervo. I really do. And, and the main reason they just not getting the guy the ball back in 2013, oh. Cuervo. This guy, uh, you know, he he received the ball for over a thousand yards, thousand forty one yards, not a lot of touchdowns. Okay, but guess what? 65 receptions, okay? We're way past the halfway mark, and he's only had 30, uh, 33 receptions, okay? Only 71 targets in the season as well. So there's a problem there. So only 446 yards. And now, granted, 2013, three years ago, that's a long time, well, four years if you want to call it. That's a long term. But you don't take a guy that has did what he did in the second year, and then all of a sudden let this guy drop and descend. Uh, Now, had a little fumble problem in the year after he had a good season. He fumbled the ball uh, three times. He only lost it once, but I think they lost a little faith in Michael Floyd after that, and they started going away from him. And that, I think, is one of the problems with the Arizona Cardinals right now. And by the way, what you're talking about him getting in trouble. This guy was never in trouble in college. This guy was never a problem. All he was, was a yeah. badass, you know, in, in 2010 exactly. with 12, uh, with that, 12 touchdowns. And that's why I say 
it was a very knee-jerk reaction by the Cardinals, and I think it was dumb. I really think it was dumb. There's a difference between, you know, not Where tolerating. Hold on. I, we got to stop. Let, let, I, I'm going to have to stop yes, you. Back in 2011, he was suspended from the Notre Dame football team for guess what? DUI. That is the reason why the Arizona Cardinals got rid of him. Okay. Well, it, still knee-jerk. Still knee-jerk, yeah, by the way, Cuervo. Very much so. Very much so. And, again, I mean, you know, it, it, he's not uh, he's not Josh Gordon, okay? That's, that's true. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> he's not Josh Gordon. He's not Josh Gordon by any stretch of the imagination. Now, so why, is he even still a Cleveland Brown? Speaking of Josh Gordon, is he still, like, do they still have the rights to him, or I did think they finally they do, cut ties But I him? think they'll mark that. I think they released him. Let me. I'll, I'll take a look. And, and but I think they released him. There we go. Yeah, Let's I don't. See. I don't know. Wonderful Google. Um, gotta love Google. See. Yeah, yeah. You gotta love Google. They tell you right here. And let me push this button. I think they released him. Let's see what it says right here. Um, yep, 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 um, it doesn't say in here, so he might still be property of the Browns, he might be property of the Browns. Yeah, I mean, now that's a guy that should have gotten cut two years ago. Right. You see the difference? Yeah. Like, that, that, that's, that's the difference, Sonny. The Cleveland Browns, that's why they're the Cleveland Browns. They're right. holding on to a guy that can't stay away from the drugs and, and, and the alcohol and all that stuff. Yes. The Arizona Cardinals, I'm not going to say they got rid of a troublemaker, but I guess – A potential maybe, troublemaker. Yeah, that, and I think that's probably why they did it because they're like, hmm, he got in we trouble We got an answer for college. him now. We got, he got in trouble in college, and he got now he just got in trouble for the same thing again. In their mind, I guess that's a pattern of, of behavior, misconduct, whatever. But that's, what, twice in six years? Yeah. Okay. And, and Cuervo, it still goes back if they were in a playoff race, they wouldn't have got rid of him. I'm going to tell you the real reason why, though, Sonny. I'm going to tell you the real reason why they let him go. I want you to look up his contract. If he's due, if he's due for an ex- uh, 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 if his contract is about to expire, now, now you start to question. Okay, do they even want to pay this guy? Do they even want to pay him? And I think that I think that DUI Sonny was their was their scapegoat reason to say, uh, he's a troublemaker. Got to let him go. No, you just don't want to pay him when it's time for him to get paid. If that's the situation with his contract. And it's sad to put it that way, but we all know that, that yes, the NFL, it's entertainment and it's football and it's all that stuff. You, you cannot forget that it is also a business, especially for these players. Right. It is a business. This is how they make their living, Sonny. This is how they put food on the table and they have a roof over their head. It, right. You know, I mean, they go out there and they play football. I, I, I'm willing to bet that if Michael Floyd is up for a for a new contract, the Cardinals were looking like, "Now nah, we don't want to pay this guy." And exactly. I hope we get they, that he gives us a reason to cut ties with him. 
Boom. Gets a DUI. Oh, he's a troublemaker. He's gone. Good. Now we don't have to pay him. But yet you're paying, you know, a guy like Larry Fitzgerald, who's older. Yes, he's Larry Fitzgerald. But you have to think about your future. You have to think about your future. Yep. And by the way, just got the incident here. Josh Gordon is a restricted free agent after 2016, which means his rights are still owned, at least through this year, Crazy. and partially next year, meaning restricted, meaning that whoever – they won't have – They'll have every right to keep them if they want to, which means they got to match anything that is given to them if they're going to keep them. Mm -hmm. But you, if he, if this guy gets an offer from someplace else and they match it, that right there tells you about the Browns. I mean, this guy is an incredible talent, but sometimes you just got to cut bait and say, you know what, you just got to go somewhere else. Uh, Cleveland's got to change their way of thinking. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a guy that you can't just you just you have to talk, cut ties with a guy like that. You got to be done with him. I agree. You know, uh, Arizona. I don't know. I, I I really think they're making a mistake by by cutting him. They made a huge mistake because now you look you look two three years down the road from now, Sonny. Larry Fitzgerald's probably going to retire. Okay. Yep. Now you don't have Michael Floyd anymore. Who the hell? And who's your quarterback? Who's your? That's the bigger question. <laughs> I, I I don't see that, Sonny. I, I I still I still say he's going to New York, but then again, it's better weather over there. So I mean, I I, I you you nice could be right. Yeah, <laughs> you could be right. Warm. It's too cold for Tony. His his bones are brittle. Right, right. <laughs> so interestingly enough, so all right, uh, you know. Um, let's see here. New England. Uh, I got I got the Patriots in this game. You got the Patriots too? Yeah, of course, of course. Very good. Patriots up on board for both of us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And let's see. Let me hit that button. There it goes. Next game that's up on board here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Oakland Raiders. That's the Raiders. Just. Just whenever I see it, I just think of the the way it's said, you know. So it, it's one of those things. They are in action. Is it San Diego? My 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 screen just died. There. It is. Let me see if I can find it real quick because it just died on me. Let me hit that button here. Yeah, my my screen. Who mm-hmm. they got, Cuervo? No, I'll give you one second. Yeah, my my computer just went into a major crash, and well, I know why. Good. So I've clicked. I, yeah, I just gotta close out one one page, and I'll probably stop there. You see, if I knew it, so I knew it was like it, it is San Diego Chargers, Oakland, and San Diego. I knew as soon as I closed one screen, oh. I'd get it back. Uh, it, it, this is a good game, Cuervo. This is a, gonna be a good one. You 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 got that one at home. You get to watch that one a lot. Uh, this one's going to be a good one. Why? I think, and I'm going to tell you the reason why. We'll find out if Oakland's any good, Cuervo. We'll find out if they're good. It, because San Diego, at, at five and eight, they've still got some quality on this team. Bosa, Bosa's showing up, and he's he's proven everything. That, that guy has been playing out of his mind. Phillip Rivers will fake. This is a division game. 
So it's going to be one of those fun ones, Oakland and San Diego, Cuervo. Yeah, good one. It's going to be a good one, Sonny. Um, I think it is, too. You know, in, in reality, uh, I, I think, I, I'm thinking the other way around. I think we're going to find out how good San Diego is. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you when you think about it, uh, you, you look at how San Diego has played the past, you know, well, really this whole season, and it's... They're um, close. They're close. Yeah, it, yeah, they are. They're close, but... You know, it's it's you got to take them step by step, and how do you how do you get to the playoffs? Well, you got to win your division. Well, okay, right. Well, who's leading mm-hmm. the division right now? Hmm. Oh, the Raiders. They're Raiders. So they're Raiders. Well, they get well. Well, they get past fourteen years of not being in the playoffs. Square vote. Fourteen. I think that's insane for the best best fans in the NFL. They are the best. They are absolutely the best, and you know, um, it's about it, it's about time that they finally get what they've been waiting for. You know, a shot at the playoffs. So they're in trouble, Quavo. Um, uh, you know, you know uh, Oakland's in trouble, and the reason being is is we don't know how they. This is going to be pressure. We don't know. Hey, Oakland's been winning games. Let's that part we got. We've seen all year long. They're vastly improved without question. Now it's pressure time. It's December. Is this, are they capable of handling the pressure? They've shown that they can handle pressure, you know, early off in the season. They've had some really good victories under a lot of pressure. But December is December, Cuervo. Men, become, uh, boys become men. Will Oakland, hey, you say whatever you want, Kansas City is still right there. And Denver, if they pull off the miracle and get the victory, they're going to put some heat on the Oakland Raiders, especially if they lose here today. Yeah. Yeah, they will. And, and I mean, you know, now the unfortunate thing is I don't see the Raiders unless unless the Chiefs lose. I mean, I think at this point the Raiders are just like, we just got to get in. So, I could very well see that type of attitude with the Raiders, which is the wrong attitude. You should never yeah. just hit this cruise control button. But it's like you said, you know, this is a team that hasn't been to the playoffs in 15 years. And now that they know that they're in, is that, is that, was that the goal? Maybe in. Just to make it, to just make it. Or now that you've made it, let's go beyond that. Let's, Let's go beyond that. Let's see how far we can take this. And what I don't think they realize is teams like them make the league that much better. When yes. the Raiders are good, people watch. Great people for are the league. Attention. It's very good for the league. So, you know, in, in reality, I mean, that's that's how they have to they have to realize that, like, Next to the Dallas Cowboys, probably the most popular team as far as uh, uh, jersey sales and and, and uh, you know stuff like that. So, and and I don't even think they know how. Maybe they do, but you have to you have to capitalize on that. So, in reality, I mean, I I, well, he, I really you know what's really interesting, Cuervo, about the San Diego Chargers. And I heard this, and I heard this, like, I think it was a couple weeks, uh, well, maybe not, I think it was last week, I think it was last week, they had a vote 
for the new stadium, and it was shot down. It was, I, I think it was like two or three weeks ago, and it was shot down, and they still have an exercise to move to Los Angeles, Cuervo. And yes. guess what? That could happen depending – I mean, that is still not – a. Uh, as long as they exercise it and they have until January 15th, okay, to move to Los Angeles. That is not a – that's a, two teams in Los Angeles, Cuervo. It could end up happening with what's going on. So there's a lot of uncertainty as far as the franchise itself. But what the Chargers have been able to do, Cuervo, if you watch, if you watch it, it's the eye test. In the first half of football, this is a football team that you've got to fight. You've got to defend. They're, I mean, because they score in the first and second quarter, Cuervo. And I will tell you, if Oakland gets behind in this game, that could spell trouble. Now, granted, they have a hard time holding on to close games in the fourth quarter. But if they get far enough ahead of this team in the first half, you know, that could be a very interesting game. In fact, so that I'm picking the upset. I'm picking the San Diego Chargers to win this football game because I don't know if Oakland can handle the pressure. There's no pressure in San Diego. So guess what? Philip Rivers can just throw the ball all over the place. However, Khalil Mack is the real deal, and that's what's going to have to happen. You've got to keep the ball away from him because that guy alone on the defensive side of the ball can beat you. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and, and Khalil Mack was my pick to be defensive player of the year. And yep. I mean, let's let's be real. Who's who has played better than Khalil Mack? I can't year? I can't think of not one. He has been super bad all year long, Cuervo. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't see this coming, nope. uh, you obviously don't watch football. So, yep. <laughs> You know, it's time to open your eyes and realize this kid's the real deal, man. He is, he is the next big thing, in, 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 on you know, as far as pass rushers in the NFL. Dear, I say he he could one day surpass Von Miller as the best I, pass rusher in the league. Absolutely, he he is a monster, and, and he's making himself. So if he gets to Philip Rivers, now they got to figure out how to make sure he doesn't get there. That, that's that's number one. But if they figure out a way to do it, and Phil Rivers is successful early, I think they hang on and they win this game. Uh, just mainly so they can stick it to the Oakland Raiders. Now, they're 10-3. and three. Now, granted, I, I, I don't think Oakland's in yet. I don't think they're in yet as far as the solid mm-hmm. playoff because I, I don't trust the Raiders, okay? And I, I love me some Jack Del Rio. Don't get me wrong, but I don't trust the, the Raider team itself. And Derek Carr's been playing out of his mind. I still don't trust it because I want to see more of it before I trust it. Although the 10 games, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, you've you got to end the season regardless how it ends up. You've got to look at it as a, as a success and whether or not they can build on it. But this is the game. This is the game for them for the rest of the season, Cuervo, in order for them to make the playoffs, they got to win this game. I, I, and I, I'm, I'm picking an upset. This, this is a trap game for this football team. They have to come in there and win, and San Diego is capable of beating this team. They really are because of the consistency of the, of the uh, team. And, you know, let's be honest, that, that loss last week hurt this football team. Uh, you know, and so mentally they have got to get their heads back into it, Cuervo. Yeah, they do, Sonny. They do, and um, you know, I mean, luckily for them, it's you know, it's been ten days, yeah, you know, since they played last. 
So they've got plenty of rest. Um, they have, you know, licked their wounds and, and they've moved on from the loss. So, I mean, that's, that's good for them. That's really yep. good for them. So, so I really who you like got in this one? Raiders today. I like the, I like the Raiders. I like the Raiders. He's on the Raiders. I'm picking the upset in this one. So this one, it's going to be a good game. And that's a good thing about red zone. We'll see that a lot here today. So I, that, that's Absolutely. going to be really good. That's why I like red zone in the afternoon, because you can see a lot of each game that is out there. So uh, that's going to be good. Tampa Bay and Dallas, I don't have a lot to say about this one, even though I should. I, I, listen, Jameis Will, Winston, he's a talent. Uh, get that ball to Evans, okay? That's the predict- mm-hmm. predictability, and that's where they're going because that's just the way it happens with Dirk Cotter. You know, and, you know, and the, the Cowboys will figure it out. Cowboys at home, uh, you know, Tampa Bay's a good football team. They've proved it, and they got a lot to, they got a lot to prove today. They need to win this game. I just don't see it, and I hate the Cowboys. Everybody knows that. I'm a, I'm a Cowboy hater. I don't like them, but I'll pick them when I think they're going to win. I, I thought they were going to win last week. They should have won last week. Three turnovers by Eli Manning and three dropped in the secondary. The Cowboys should have won that game. They get Tampa Bay. This one's a good one for them to get back and roll in their Cuervo. I have the Dallas Cowboys all day long. Yep, I do too, Sonny. Um, you know, I, I like the direction Tampa Bay is going in, but um, I would have to honestly say that that win against the Seahawks, don't don't be fooled by it. I mean, yeah, Seattle exactly. had to travel. The, the, the whole traveling to the East Coast, you may think it sounds stupid, but it actually does make a difference. It actually does affect teams. So um, that that was a I don't want to say a fluke win, but don't be fooled by it. It's fool's gold yeah. if you're buying in on the Bucks. It's a tough one to go into and buy for. So Monday Night Football Cuervo is a game that I'm going to tell you ESPN and the NFL had their eyes on because they wouldn't have scheduled this one the way they did. On Monday Night Football, Carolina and Washington Redskins. You don't tell me that the NFL had some big time looking on this one. Um, you know, as far as where it was going to be, Panthers were supposed to be better. And guess what? The Washington Redskins, they're not out of it yet. Um, and, and they're a home. They don't lose at home very mm-hmm. often, Cuervo. And, and listen, the Carolina Panthers, you know, they're not showing up. They, 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 they took the Super Bowl plunge and, you know, it, it, they're going to get destroyed in this game, by the way. Um, you know, right now, I guess Cam Newton's nursing a, a, an ankle injury. They had insult to injury. Um, I guess they can win whenever they want to, but, you know, it might be a little bit too late. Washington Redskins got something to, to prove. 7-5 and that tie, it's going to be a very, very interesting uh, situation when it comes time to the playoffs there, Cuervo. Yeah, it, it could really – it could wind up – it could go either way. It could either help them or it could hurt them. We'll, we'll yep. see what it comes down to. I mean, you know how that always works out. So, um, you know, but as far as this game specifically, um, I mean, nice win for the, the Redskins last week. Yeah. Uh, Cam Newton got beat up once again. It, yes. it was really, you know, tough – it was tough – Tough game for the for the eagle or the um the Eagles. I'm looking at the damn NFL Network channel and they got the Eagles on. But um, you know, for the uh, Panthers. Um they had no business losing that game. 
None. If I if I remember correctly, they they were winning. Yeah, and they had a pretty decent lead, and they blew it. Yeah, like that's not the Panthers team we watched last year, Sonny. I mean, last year they had leads on teams, and they smelled the blood, and they went for the kill, and that's why they were a fifteen and one football team. This year, they're they're playing like uh, they're playing like kitty cats. They're not Panthers. Yep. They're not playing like Panthers right now. So they're not ferocious. Uh, no, n- not at all. By by nobody's afraid of them, and I think that's what it is, Sonny. That not focusing on what's important, as we've talked about before, and nobody's afraid of them. I think those are the two big things with the Panthers this year. Who you got in this one? I got the Redskins. You like that? I do. I like the Redskins in this one too. They're at home, so. Well, we did it. Quavo had a little discussion in the first hour. Checked up on all the games here in the last two hours. So that's going to do it for us on the Couch Potato Sports Show, our Sunday morning tradition. That being said, thanks for joining us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Hey, man, Red Zone, good stuff. And this is the week why Red Zone is so great, isn't it, Quavo? You have a good day, Sonny. Red Zone is about to be on. Get over there and watch it. Everybody have a good day. You betcha. That's going to do it for us. Everybody have a good one next week. Two. Two. No, mark that. Only one basketball game Tuesday night. Announcement for Sonny Clark coming to you next week as well. That's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll catch you next time here on your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.